So therefore, be proud to be a decent American rather than be just a wanker whipping up fear. Because you're supposed to tackle people, you're supposed to hit people at pace and hit them hard as part of the game. It's not chess we're playing. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f he wants. Hello everybody and welcome along to chapter 99 of What's the Story Podcast. My name's Danny Murray. Hi, I'm Graham Merrigan. Every week, man. Don't forget. Every fucking week he sits there looking at me for a split second being like... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. Graham Merrill Merrigan. Good man, good man. Uh, and we're coming to you from Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. Uh, they, they still haven't kicked us out, lads. Yeah, so we're still we're doing, here. We're doing alright, so check out uh, FitzpatrickCastle.com on Tinternet. Our guest this week is Tom O'Mahony, who you may know from the Telebox on Damo and Ivor. You'll probably have heard him on Spin or other radio, like he has his own podcast, Bookshot. You'll probably definitely have seen him in a few comedy clubs or comedy festivals and whatnot. And he's also one half of the Tom and Jerry show, which is another podcast you should check out. But most importantly... Not the Looney Tunes. No, not the... No. <laughs> But most importantly, he's not around funny fucker. So, Tom, how the fuck are you, man? How are you keeping, mates? Great, how are great, you? Mate, great, mate. Thanks, man, for coming This is the fancy shit. Like, the Tom and Jerry show was done, like, gypsy style. We were doing it in the, in the boot of a car. Half the time, like, <laughs> Where he is? Yeah, on the run from the guards and stuff. We're inside here. Overlooked as birds tweeting. We've got, actually, yeah. like, green vase and everything. We've got proper mites. Sibudio table. Yeah, yeah. This is, is it? It's, no, but, but it's like a Sibudio. That's what you use it for. We just need, like, the little figure so we but can flick. you have, like, fizzy water on, like... This oh, yeah. is yeah. embarrassing. I wish I dressed up. I would just wore a, like, I should have worn a tie or something. Is, <laughs> you shouldn't have worn a mankini wearing anyway. Well, I know, yeah. yeah, it's a bit outrageous. But I mean, let's say, be honest, I have the time to carry it off. You do, you do. God I'm excited you. about the, the 99 because that's my yeah. favourite dessert. <laughs> I think we went around the table and anybody wanted if, you, if the 99 was put in between like Romanticas, Pavlovas, everything else, anybody was just giving 99 off. Oh, what about Pavlovas? No, I do like a Pavlova, you, yeah, but a no, 99. Out, but if you just went all out, your f- like you had no other choice. You went. Here, there's a gorgeous ninety nine from Teddy's. There's a Pavlova from who knows and a Romantica. Yeah, you'd go ninety nine all day, man. Of course you would. I didn't go Pavlova. Would I, you? Do you know? I was at a wedding a couple of weeks Flake ago, and, and the des- syrup. and the dessert was a uh, meringue and cream. Was it? Yeah, it was deadly. Oh, and a few berries. And so, uh, so eating mess essentially. Like. Yeah, eating mess. What part of yeah. 1994 was this wedding? <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> like, were Weezer playing outside of it? <laughs> Well, Green Day thinking of coming and showing up as well. That's amazing. <laughs> it was. It was wow. brilliant. I do love an eating mess, though. I have to say, like, I love dessert in general. I like but, eating you know. mess, but at the same time, it kind of gives me. It kind of gives me heartburn for what it is. It's, it's quite pretentious. The fact that it's a complete jumbled heap of shite, <laughs> <laughs> and they put they tagged on the poshest school in the world's name to it. Yeah. So, well, there you are. That, I mean, you could just throw a tart at the wall and call it. Well, that's you know that's. Uh, Blackrock Black College. Shambles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blackrock Shambles. It's a, it's a piece of shit tart. That's what it is. Don't be dressing that shit up and telling me. Don't don't piss on me and tell me it's raining. Blackrock Shambles. <laughs> We've just made a dessert. I really want to go down to the kitchen and just get a tart and bounce it off the wall. And just walk away like a French chef just going, licking my own lips going, oh, you're welcome. You know what, you can put that on the menu next week, boys. <laughs> That's the Black Rug Shambles. Black Rug Shambles. 
It fucking sell out too. That's why. I, that's why I only call it meringues and cream. Fuck, I'm not yeah, giving. Eat, I'm not giving eating mess credit. Danny's up there, and you're going, oh, well, it's an eating mess, and you're still sticking here. Can see you grind your teeth. Oh, no, 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 no. I know what it is. <laughs> you see what that? Meringues. What that really is is that the association to eating and the Brits and Graham he can't he, he won't abide by anything that has the Brits involved I sure I thought it would be before him come in the door Luke Kelly was sitting in he was just singing like rebel songs and everything it was oh, just unbelievable you, like, he you. does have like he does you do have that look in fairness that you, you wouldn't mind spending a, a few years in jail <laughs> just, just to keep your mouth shut do you know what I mean you have that look of a man that wouldn't be broken like just come on just to keep your mouth shut there you go man I wonder what that 32 tattooed on your hand was all about. <laughs> 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 he basketball jersey is 32. It's a, yeah. It actually is. That's yeah. not by accident. No, it's not. No. He picked the numbers. 26 <laughs> plus 6. <laughs> Lovely job. Oh, jeez. You recently got married. Congratulations, Thank Tom. you very Congratulations. Much. Thank what you. do you have for dessert at the wedding? Jesus, what do we have? Oh, we did, we did, we did mango sorbet. How pretentious is that? Ah, unreal. <laughs> Ourselves and fucking dorky, right? So we have to keep keep up some side. Now, culture like me, you're joking me. <laughs> Sherry Trifle would have been fine. <laughs> no, we had, uh, the old one is unreal at making cakes. And that's kind of because the day was just bananas. We, we had a lot of stuff happening throughout the day. Like, so herself, the mother and the aunt, they're right good at making cakes. And they made this mad cake. I put it up on Instagram. People are going, is that actually fake? I've actually seen it. It's like a kind of forest with yeah, pears and forest shit team. on it. Yeah. yeah, it was unbelievable. So what it was, it was uh, an orange chocolate cake throughout. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. And it was like... What the f- what are we buying any more dessert? What? No, yeah. your grand, hang on to your desserts, lads. Just cut that fucker up and just let's eat that. Unbelievable. And that was the way the day panned. That was how dessert panned out. It was the, the cake. Because you know the way re- wedding cake typically are manky ho- heaps. Of, you know, you they wouldn't feed it to crows. Like. You know what I mean? Manky shit. Like. <laughs> feed it to crows. But, you know, but we actually went, well, why don't we actually make one people like? And people just scoffed it right from like the little bears that are at the top which were us all the way down to like the deer and rabbits that were at the bottom. They just scoffed it entirely. Oh, yeah. So there was no clean up, no nothing. And that oh, was dessert. Cake. Yeah. And cake was done. At, I w- had I known, we, there was the bottom bit because it had to be like foundationally, structurally strong was actually made of this ridiculous Belgian biscuit chocolate cake at the bottom. You would have eaten your own fingers after. I'm not joking. Really? It was unreal. Unreal. I was expecting right. a man like you to be saying the bottom was made by like fucking rebar. I'll be honest with you, yeah. It was I, I that was the only way I could actually level with it in my head when they cut it open. I was like, Oh, doesn't it look like a lovely cross section of concrete? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Shut up, Tom. Just just for one day, can you let it off? One day. I, I gotta talk about like just as you have you seen my ring? How yeah. badass is that? That is what? pretty cool. Yeah, what's the, the middle bit? White, white, we, we I'll tweet a picture of this. It's white gold is the, the metally stuff. The grey stuff is elk antler. Elk antler. Elk antler. It's sort of Game of Thrones shit. You yeah, got yeah. On there, man. What do you mean? Uh, well, elk. Like as in elk. The, the, as the in the deer animal. Looking. Yeah, the big yeah. deer looking. Look at that. Pass that round there. Everybody has a give. And the bit up the middle then is actually the middle bit is elk. No, the, the grey bits on the up the sides are elk, are elk antler, and then the middle bit up the middle that's timber and stone crushed together to look to look like camo. <laughs> <laughs> that is unreal. I'm ridiculous, aren't I? That is deadly. Just look. Jesus, man, that's something else. It's just that's classic. Well, we just went, but we weren't trying to be weird, but then I am weird, so there's no <laughs> point in trying to go right, you know. That's a fucking dinger, man. That Isn't it cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes wedding rings look cool, like. Yeah. I'd, I'd wear that and I don't even wear but rings. That's it. I've never worn any jewellery in my entire life, like, but the, um, and it's even, like, it, but it didn't feel, it's grand when you're looking down, it's like, oh, I don't look like a complete mincer, like, look at that, it's, <laughs> you know it's what I mean? It's not a side hug, but it would be in the sovereign. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I swear to God, I was in a shop this morning as you speak of Sovereign. And this is uh, this woman, she, I was standing in the queue and she, all I could hear was, just as beautiful. Said, what? what? She goes, you're wrong. It's fantastic. What's the matter? Of? And you can guess by the accent where this lady wasn't from. <laughs> and uh, I started explaining it to her. She went, I don't know what any of that means, but it's beautiful. <laughs> where would I get one of them? I went, Tinternet. <laughs> I actually said Tinternet. She went, lovely. And just left it like that, like Tinternet was a shop inside in town <laughs> where they sell, you know, other stuff like that you can... It was the most bizarre moment. It was like, the only person to compliment me on the ring was clearly a lady from the travelling community. You know? <laughs> I'll be honest, I took a bit of pride in that too. Beautiful, yeah. yeah. I was okay yeah. with that. It is, it's some ring, man. Fair play to you. Thank you very much. I didn't often... Eight, and the first time you complimented me, I, no, I <laughs> We actually did a couple of fun, weird gigs together. We didn't done, we? yeah, we we did do a couple of weird ones together. All right, yeah. Where? Oh, geez, all what do you mean we weird? Did one, we did one down in Tralee in a nightclub. Um, oh yeah, you remember that? Yourself and Jonathan came down. And it was all, it was about that? the three yeah. of us really. That was it. And about yeah. about twelve people rambled in. It was a nightclub that hadn't opened yet. Right. You know what I mean? So it was it was you know the warm up. For the nightclub, oh, it was just, I, I don't know if the mad. nightclub was even even oh, it was the strangest thing. It was, it was just it was it, it was bizarre. Was, am I right in saying there was a couple who were just necking in the middle of yeah, wearing <laughs> the chops <laughs> off each other, but like, they were langers. Like it was it was like a Wednesday like, night in Tralee or something. It was, and mad, it was yeah, it was just yeah. but you know I was gigging in in Kilorglan, which would be a town not far from there. The, the, and the family that owned that nightclub, right? They pretty much own all the Kilorganists. It's this ridiculously rich little little town. And I was gigging the following week with Joe Rooney. And the, the woman that owns like the nightclub in, in Tralee and where we were, she had walked through right at the end of my set. And I was doing, I was, must have been saying something filthy. But she just went away. She just walked, literally walked from one door to the other and came away going, that is the man. He, he shouldn't be coming down. He is absolutely filthy. He's blue. He's absolutely blue. <laughs> He's blue. <laughs> Apparently, I've never sold so well. And that was like the first year of my comedy career. I've never sold so well. Clorgan people were going, I want to see this filthy. Back, if he, she back. doesn't like him, then we yeah, definitely want to see him. Like. <laughs> He's blue. Yeah. He's blue. Yeah. He's blue, yeah. And I, do, I don't know what. I can't mean that manky. I'm not that manky. I wouldn't no, be considered no. blue, like, but no, I'd be. I wouldn't think so, no. A bit rough around the edges, all right. <laughs> You're not Roy Chubby Brown, like. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's not many like him anymore. No, geez, no for, for a reason. Thankfully, say, I didn't yeah. like Roy Chubby Brown. No, but even him, like he, you know, he could push it to a certain degree, like that. But he, he was good, like you know, even if you didn't like him, he was good at what he did. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. the majority but of the lads that give that a go are shite yeah. Yeah. at the highest that's, level. That and was that's, that was the one that best and worst things about doing comedy at that kind of open mic level as well is you got to see lads like like I, I, I consider myself very lucky to have seen like the likes of yourself the likes of Jerry you know the likes of Rory O'Hanlon and that as they were kind of you know cutting their teeth with yeah, some of the yeah, stuff yeah. Like, do you know what I mean but then you get to still see some my, ant- <laughs> my, my teeth are still fairly sharp to be honest <laughs> you still get to see some fucking absolute low oh, lads who, and it's when I, you see the fuckers still seven years later you're going Jesus you're still doing yeah. this shit there's wow. some like I'm I'm sure I'm, we won't like but you know I'm sure we could both say names are like fucking hell yeah you know? and they're still at it you know but um ah oh, we done so what was Finchie's place down in Waterford I never oh, did oh Finn God. Finch did I know Finn, Finn Calvin mm. yeah 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 um, I can't remember it and I, I can't remember what it's called but I never I done two I was looking enough to do two there and in fairness the place was packed out. But it was bananas. It was bananas. I like, the the one to know. Do you know what? That only came up. The, somebody commented on a picture that was taken 
I was tagged in or something. Mm. Do you know that'll pop up and you're like, "Geez, 2012 yeah, or two, yeah, yeah. you know it was yeah, like 2012." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who? And it was just somebody saying something about just some night. It was like, wow, you <laughs> you haven't gotten out in a while, like it's 2017. <laughs> but it was uh, it was just dawned to me. I was like, wow. I had an incredible tan too, by the way. That oh, time it was, it was unreal. I was good looking back then, Dan. You still are. See how? No. See how? He, yeah. See how conceited he said that. He was like, "I haven't seen you in four years." There's a reason for that. I just got ugly. <laughs> but uh, I was just. I was that night. I was going. That was the most bizarre gig. Like they really felt like they were part of it, and not in a kind of a audience way. Like the person that was piping up wasn't. They didn't seem to be piping up for the rest of the room. They thought it was just you and them. Yeah. Like, like this one was... woman started going, and do you know the road from Leyden Bridge over as far as I'm going, I'm in the middle of this. There's another 80 or 90 people in this room here, and they're all kind of sitting going, Mary asked you a question. Do you know, like, yeah, well, she, was, she actually talking to you? Yeah, yeah, talking direct to me as I was in the middle of something. I mentioned someplace nearby or something like that in Kilkenny or Waterford or something. She went, Oh, Jesus, I'm from up the road. Do you know up the, And she just started talking, and as loud as could be. And everybody kind of went, Nobody went, would you shut up? Would yeah, you? Like, they just they, went along with They went, Mary has a question here. <laughs> they totally lost the concept of what... Of what you were there for? Yeah, it was oh. just... It was just Q&A. Were you going mad? Not to talk. And you, like, I didn't have the mental maturity or the stage maturity to go, listen, <laughs> you shut the fuck up. <laughs> or I'll come up... Mentler stage maturity. I will actually come down and weld this mic, for, mic stand to your forehead, you stupid <laughs> weapon. Which I would say now in a very polite way. Um, but <laughs> How do you no, handle hecklers? I don't get them too bad, though. My stuff is kind of aggressive. So people kind of go, oh, your man could go off here now. You know, you can yeah. see it in people are kind of going, I, he might have a gun. Yeah. And there's a strong possibility I do. You know, that kind of way. Like, it's just, I leave it off. So I don't, but I do, I, I mean, I will smash him down into the top of the head with the most unbelievable level of fury I can. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, like, I mean... I really verbally want him to die on the spot and I'll smash him down like Hulk style onto the top of our head. That's and that's sometimes tough. it ruins the rest of my gig. But it sets the standard and yeah. I'll stand by that, Ray. You know what I mean? I will stand by that. Yeah. There's, there's always kind of... You either get it and you get it straight away in terms of dealing with a heckler or else if you don't nip it in the bud. And sometimes kind of like you almost have to take the bullet for the lads who are coming on yeah. after you. Like. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost this fucking weird situation where you're kind of like I just have to be an absolute out and out bastard here and it may mean remaining 7 to 10 minutes on the one going to die in their arse because I find heckling is there's a wide variety of it too because it's not mm. like you'll get your you'll get your your groups say of men or women that and they just they hear something that re- is relative to them and they have a little kind of over the top chat about it and mm. that's not really heckling it's no good to, so you just kind of have to stamp that out like a bit of a fire but they don't mean bad mm. then you get some people who just genuinely get like it, <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago I was Indian International in town and it was a couple and they clearly they were very happy to be out <laughs> but they were not in sync with the entire world <laughs> if you know like I'm not saying I am but these people I walked in and they were just clapping longer than everybody else by the time I got to the stage and you're, they were even, they were laughing at all the, they were laughing too long and in the wrong spots, the, the couple. And then at the very, as I said, good night, now thank you very much. But it was, so the, that in itself was a heckle. Like, so it was throwing me and it's throwing a few people. And at the, just I was about to go off stage, your man over a full audience shouts, thanks, Tom! <laughs> like, no, you're grand. A round of applause, like, just give me a clap. That's, they just didn't. But then you'll get the odd one then who's trying to show off to the buddies. 
and then you, they're the ones I mean that I would smash down. But typically, you'll get people who don't mean it as a bad way. Like sometimes you get absolute dynamite gold too. Like yeah, where yeah. somebody just says something just so juicy like that. You can, like the best of all that it wasn't a heckle, but a woman or a, a lad in the north one night. He was steaming drunk and he was sitting on a stool right in front of me, and he didn't. He wanted to just head off to the jacks or the bar, and whatever way he got up, his foot got <clears throat> entangled underneath the stool. And it was almost like the slow motion. There was 160 people in the place. There was up on a balcony and everything. They could see down. And he ended up just falling on his back. But he flung the stool up like a whip. And it came straight down his conkers, right? Right in front of everybody. And that was the probably the greatest... Because I, for at least... I turned into Patrice O'Neill for about three minutes. I just stood there. And all I had to do was just point at that moment with my head. And people just broke up laughing again. The poor bastard had to crawl off to the bar. We didn't see him for the rest of the night. No way. Just, it was just this amazing moment where he was... <clears throat> I was in the middle of just... Ta- and he was just... He wanted to be polite, but he ended up nutting himself, basically, right in the rocks, like with his stool. It was amazing to see it. And it was just in that. There was no point in me mowing on with the joke. Yeah. Because yeah. the humour was still in that little, that bubble of where he just busted <laughs> himself. Like It's fucking, it's beautiful and shit like that. Oh, was, glorious. Like, I, I remember, the best heckle I ever got was, I was still in the phase where I'd fucking bleach blonde my hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah The yeah, Brian yeah. O'Driscoll phase. Wow. And, uh, I hadn't even, I literally got brought up on stage, hadn't opened my mouth, and some fucker down the back just went, Goldilocks, you'd want to lay off the porridge, you fat cunt. <laughs> and he just, said you. just straight at me, like, I was like, that sets the tone early, okay then, yeah, like, and it was, it was Jesus. beautiful. He's doubting that, but, um, I mean, I, that's, that, I mean, that's fairly but, tidy, like, I was gonna say, didn't no, waste the words, no. they went on a beat, like, that's, that's pretty I was going to say, yeah. no, that, that is a beautiful heckle, yeah, like, you know, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, and like, How is it saying, a beautiful heckle? Ah, that no, is, no, there's, no, like, that, that, that is, that's a heckle you appreciate, because one, it gets a laugh from the audience, and it also gives you kind of the little, all right, so we're, we're off, playing for here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but if you think about like, it, like if if he if you were the comedian, you said that. Say you were in the audience and you had mm. just said something, and you said that. That's a, that's people go. That's an amazing retort. Yeah, to, uh, exactly. To like because that, that's so tight. Like you'd want to. Let, he didn't. He said all he needed to say. Goldilocks yeah. porridge. There was no yeah. wastage there. No, it's beautiful. And it was oh, so good that I started to use it the night I was like, any hecklers course, here, yeah. the bar is being set, by the way, a couple of weeks ago, I had a, f-, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then that would just start it off, like, and, but, uh, So you'd use it then, you'd reference it going forward. Sure it was better than any of the fucking jokes, I was writing. Which, <laughs> even like, two or three times, I've, I've written jokes around amazing heckles that yeah. I've gotten, like, there was a woman in Jobstown one time, she took, just before I even got to say a word, or like, the place was wild this night, like, and they love me because I go up there and I abuse them to the point where, like people who like who would really care would be really upset, yeah. but they don't give a shit. They're just standing with no shirt on, maybe with a terrier in their arms. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just going. You I went up to the last time. I was like, seriously, lads, if you look at the cutty, what's with the jeans in this room? Like, like honestly, if you were dear, you'd have you be shot for the betterment of the population. Like, look at you, teeth growing out of your fucking necks. What's what is this? Like, honest to God, if I drove in, have you ever, and I, I described the place, like, have you, have you ever driven into a place and thought, if my car went on fire, I think I'd fucking stay in. You know that kind of way? <laughs> so at least I could die with dignity. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but this woman, she just hit me. I hadn't even got, the, this is the truth, I hadn't even got the mic out of the mic stand. She was sitting right up the front and she just leaned forward. She was one of them, old, you know them old ones that you don't know if they're old? You just look yeah. at them and go, she just looks fucked. <laughs> Do you know, she, she just, anywhere between the age of like 26 and 94. You know, like, <laughs> Well, she just straight, I hadn't got to say, and she said, shows your Mickey, right? As loud as, and nobody, nobody went, shut up, yeah, man, nothing. Everybody just looked at me like, well, <laughs> is, just, is, this, is this happening? Like, 
And what do you do with that? What do you do at that moment? Like you just show us your Mickey. Show us your Mickey. And she looked dead serious. Now I said, I, I think my it was something along the lines of I would if I genuinely wanted to see any fucking part of your hor- horrific looking fucking body first. Like you know. Did you say that? Yeah. I said you're fucking rode off. I wouldn't ride you into battle to cut you. Look at you. Honest to God. <laughs> What'd she say? Actually, well, she loved it. She knew she was busted. Yeah. She, she's sitting there drinking two pints again. Like, <laughs> Come on. Let's get out of the way of reality here. Let's get let's get get on board. And in many ways, you almost want the heckler to be kind of that kind because the other one, and well, I'll never forget it as long as I live. Um, Andrew Maxwell, there, he he was doing a gig in Vicar Street, but before doing Vicar Street, he was doing the Hapney, mm. and um, he had done maybe five minutes. So he was doing, I think, ten or fifteen or whatever, and a woman just turned her back to him. Oh yeah, I've seen that weird shit before. And, yeah, and, yeah. And like, what? he didn't. He, no he, concept of the room they're in. Yeah. And just <clears throat> literally, a couple of just, drinks turns people very just, rude. Like. Literally, just turned her back to him. So he kind of went, "Are you all right?" Yeah, like kind of messing, got a couple of laughs, but then she, without even turning around, she just kind of turned her her head halfway and just went, "I don't think you're funny, and I'd rather wait till you're gone." <laughs> and that was it. And I'm kind of like, it doesn't matter how good a sharpshooter you are. What the fuck do you do with that? Like. Yeah. She's torn her back on you and she's like, I don't think you're funny. I'd rather wait till you're gone. And that was it. And did he and say anything back to that? He started getting a bit fucking mouthy towards her or something. And it was kind of, there was a few of us kind of going, oh, he's losing the room yeah, now. Like, he'd yeah, he get very weird very quickly. Yeah, I yeah. saw yeah. John, off just, John Caleri, you know. who is um, incredible, yeah. incredible uh, comedian. like, And he, we were in doing some weird little village where a woman exposed herself I'll to me as well. This was in Longford. It was. I'm just noticing a yeah. pattern, Tom. Yeah, no, yeah. it was. Uh, she was to everybody. Apparently, she wasn't the oh, whole bob. She was taking right. the money at the door and just said, "I'm going to get out the tits just so because I don't." She didn't see a lot in Longford, to be honest. With you. It was just, well, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. But we were in. Get the, out the tits. I know when someone would stay in front of. Yeah, things yeah. like that. Get out the old banger. So you know yourself. <laughs> like. But uh, she. But we went in and the gig was, it was, was kind of, again, wild. Like these people, like, this is proper woolly back territory. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? This was culture to make me even go, Jesus, I feel very cosmopolitan in here. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just finished up the last of the, my, my shot venison this week. Like, you know, and that tells you everything you need to know about me. Like, But they, but we're there and this outlet did the very same thing because it was set out, uh, you know, like, I suppose, what would you, club style, in that it wasn't rows and rows of seats like a mini theatre, what it was, just round tables, candle in the middle, and people sitting around, and this old lad just went, I've had enough of this bollocks, and <laughs> Kaliri, like, was, he was bringing amazing, but your man just went, I've had enough of this shit, and rather than going back to the back of the room and just drinking his pints at the bar, he went, I'm going to just swivel my chair around the, to the front of the table and look at my mates and put my back to the comedian. Kaliri went, I'm not having that, didn't address it, but what he did do was, well, you'd, he basically made the guy, he went, well, clearly you are the most special person in this room, so this gig's for you. So he walked, because the cable was long enough, he walked, he was in the front row, walked to the other side of the table, put, clearly had his back to the rest of the room, and did the remaining 15 minutes to your man's face. Jesus. And your man, and people give him a standing ovation, because like, yeah. he wasn't breaking, he wasn't breaking, and your man wasn't breaking then, because he'd made his decision, because then what does it become? Musical chairs, your man starts sliding his chair back around again. Yeah. yeah. Your man wasn't backing, he was just... It's amazing when people have a few jars on board. They think they're watching the telly, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If this, they don't understand... A lot of the time, they just, they're like... There's stuff they would never be that brave in real life. No, no. not a chance. Do you know what I mean? I, I was in the Hapenie, and you know... It was when you were gigging. And uh, 
I think I'm not sure, but I think is Rory Hanlon O'Hanlon the redhead fella? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, I yeah. think it was him. Um, it was his. It was it was his set, and two girls were at the bar, and they were ordering their drinks, and then they were kind of going to each other. Oh, will we do a shot? Will we not? Will we not? And they were just going back and forth while, while he was right on beside him, yeah. right beside him, yeah. and he tore through them. Yeah. And it, it it completely distracted his set because he was he started getting personal with them, saying to stay to them and did you come up in the Liffey? Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a million ways you could go about it. I don't, I'm yeah. not sure if it was Rory, but it was it was definitely that night in the Haypenny. Yeah. I don't Rory's Rory. I think is one, one is a shrewd operator. Like he's fucking he's slick. I find he's he's based out of London mostly now. Rory. Actually, he's, he's like I went over. I was gigging there last year for a week or two, and I I. Uh, we went for lunch, yeah. but he's just a machine. Oh, like, he will not it. stop. Like yeah. working, but, like he's relentless. Oh like, good he's God. fucking relentless. Like. He's relentless with the gigging, like. But uh, he, like, I would gig with him the night before, and I done a couple of gigs around, and we were kind of on the same bill, and he got hooked me up with a few, and the next thing we're just having lunch, and he went, right, I'm off anyway. I said, oh, where are you gigging today? Aberdeen. <laughs> and we're in London, like. I said, oh yeah, that's grand. <laughs> and he was talking about having meeting him for brekkie. Tomorrow morning, like he's fucking yeah. just, like, just an absolute machine. But he, he is, and it, like I, like like I said, unless they don't deserve a smashing, mm-hmm. unless they genuinely come looking for it. I think, yeah. like when two birds are having a couple of drinks at the bar, they're just that's all they are. Mm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They, yeah. they don't, they don't understand the. F- they probably the wandered hall. into it. Yeah, like, do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? yeah. And plus, too, I mean, when when you're doing a place like the Hapenny and the bar is wide open, yeah, yeah. which yeah. I mean, there's they often have two breaks in places so people can rush the bar and get their drinks. But when the bar is wide open and your man's yeah. pulling pints while you're on set and it's four feet away from you, yeah. expect to hear a bit of noise. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like there was a place you did the crack house down a court. Yeah. Fucking love the crack it was, house. It was amazing. That's where I I started. The, the crack house it was remains amazing. One gig. of my favorite places. I only done it maybe five six times. But if the lads ever had Anton going. And they offered it to me. Yeah, I don't care. I come to Cork. Yeah, yeah. don't care. They loved it. It was. It was. It was on. It was just. I. It spoiled me because it was my first ever experience of a comedy club. First mm. time I ever gigged, and it was just. It was a cool old. Like there was no effort. It looked like no effort was put into the place to make it look ridiculously cool yeah. and New Yorky looking. Like there was sofas everywhere for. The it, it was hipster before hipsters. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. It was what it was. It's just a smelly old bloke. Oh, Owned the bar who was a bit of a crusty, and that was just <laughs> that's how it came about. So that's I, like yeah. the or, the origins of hipsters, you know what I mean? But the place it went downhill because things went got weird. They remodeled yeah. the place and it moved and the it jacks. Went, it went upstairs as well. It didn't did, it? but it came back downstairs, and yeah. then the, the jacks for the main bar were actually in the comedy club. And people, so people were quite yeah. literally walking through. And there's only so many times you can go, hey, one or two, you know yeah. what I mean? You, you can't like. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, the flush was one thing because these were only stud partition walls he'd built. <laughs> the flush was one thing, but the fucking hair dryer or the hand dryer comes on. You're like, what? A, yeah. What am I doing? Like, so there's the likes of that. A bar in the room can kill it, but a jacks in the fucking room. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Jackson, any yeah. room can kind of fuck up most scenarios, yeah, really. Like, you know. But uh, I can't remember if you. I tried to think. I know uh, Pat McDonald was the headline of it, and. Um, it was, I want to say Carlo, and it was a fucking pub, it was a midweek gig, and we all got down there, and it turns out that, like, Carlo IT were having their fucking rag week or something like that in the same bar. I was, uh, yeah, I was on it. Uh, yeah, 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 there was one of Finchie's gigs, I think, or so. Was one of Finchie's, I, I can't so, yeah. remember, but, like, literally, there was about three people in there who knew there was comedy going on, yeah. and everybody else was just like, 
But they were mangled. I'm, I'm, like, they, was, like they were fucking ossified, man. They were gone. Like Unbelievable, yeah. It's, uh, but but that, that's that's that, one of the maddest ones I've done. That I was just like, ah, here. <laughs> like, I arrived on, like, I, I did one. I don't know if it's a matter. Yeah, it was pretty mad. It was down, it was either in West Cork. No, it wasn't West Cork. It was East Cork, which would be kind of the Watford. And I can't actually remember the name of the town, but it was just like it was it was a town and they hadn't changed any of the bulbs on the light it was like silent hill this place like one street lamp was working they had rented out this bar oh your man owned the bar and it was during the boom he did up this bar and then the arse fell out of the country and he just stuck with the old bar that was still stuck beside it so he had this remodeled brand new bar that he didn't have the, the money of. so every so often they put a band or something in there and they put me in i don't know who else was on but it was just he had this kind of pulpit area built and it was just it was never gonna work and I went in, and I was only I was only about a year, two years doing comedy, maybe a year and a half. And you're used to comedy clubs where things are set up, and this is how it is, and there's a spotlight. There was no, there was like 300 people in this room, like, bet in, no chairs, just everybody standing. And there was two blokes, I swear in my life, standing in the front row with two open shotguns hanging over their arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And at least 15 or 16 dead rabbits bleeding all over the floor. They've been out lamping all evening, like. Oh, yeah. Just, and you're going like he brought the guns in like what? you couldn't have got tipped home and he was like no time and you're like alright you couldn't have left him out in the jeep he was like we brought the tractor I was like okay you couldn't have left him in the tractor he was like no no windows in the tractor we would have been robbed right I said well you couldn't have fucking checked the guns in with the jackets could you and the rabbits the pissing blood all over the floor and I I was being like, no, you're like you're finding this. With, nobody in the room. Everybody was looking at me like I just called both their mother's legs. <laughs> so, he's giving the lads shit over their guns. It's, what sort of prick is this temporary fucker? Like landed down here. We paid money to listen to. It was just the most. Bizarre. So I took one of the lads' guns. Like I'm not shy of a gun. I have a few, but you don't bring it into bar, like <laughs> into a big comedy. Well, bring it club. in a bar, maybe, but don't bring it and stand front row with your bleeding rabbits all over the not bleeding he rabbits, the rabbits. Either, like actual pumping rabbits. <laughs> I, know, like, I love you. are like you yeah, bring it to a bar, maybe, but not the fucking rabbits. <laughs> but yeah, I can get my I can ju- a quiet bar on a Wednesday. Just go here. Listen, can you put that behind the counter for me? I've nothing. You know, I've been. You know, or whatever. But you don't just. Stand, the the rabbits in his well two lads are standing there like it was fucking clutch handbags they had with them like they were just accessories hanging over their arms you're like and your mom was like well we at least we broke them open it was like, oh great thanks you can see that there's no fucking shotguns and shells in the back of it like so i took one of the guns off your man and i click it together every so often just pointed at the audience nobody ducked in the entire room not one fucking person that takes some set of fucking iron balls like to look at a man who you don't know who's telling jokes pointing an actual gun at you like and they all no, thought you were calling the lads They were just going, what, like, you could see it was dead. It was, nobody was going with it. They were like, what the fuck is his problem? <laughs> like, like, honestly, like, I was slagging him off about something I shouldn't have been slagging him off about. But sure, like, <coughs> three minutes later, a fucking massive scrap broke out in the middle of this. this in the same board. night? Yeah, in the same set. <laughs> we're talking ten minutes later, I was into some other joke. And a scrap broke out, and it was all out carnage. And what was amazing was at least, like, if you imagine, like, a, a dense population of people or a group of people, and the middle, the middle of the, the cake of people, like, if 20 of them are scrapping or, or involved in it, everybody else didn't even turn around. They were, fair play to them. They just stayed looking at me. It was like, ah, yeah, it's just a fight. Like, you know what I mean? It's no biggie. It's no biggie. There's two lads up there with guns. If it really kicks off, they'll start this shit. Do you know... <laughs> 
So all I could do is because I could just go. This is going. So I just started emceeing the scrap. It's just <laughs> did you? Oh, it's amazing. This out like this lad. He was Polish lad. He's been just a monster. He just broke it up like then when I was. He was kind of refereeing. He was getting the lads back up and then. But it was just it was the most phenomenally weird thing I've ever. Yeah. And your man, fair play. Your man that even was run it like he was gone. It's fair play. It turned out all right in the end, didn't it? I mean, in the end, okay, <laughs> all right, because the start was was amazing. Yeah, okay. He paid me, and I just got. To, I mean, I, yeah. I've never seen the place again. Like it's no, nah, nah. You don't go back to that. No. Like, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's. How would, you, how would you top it? Like you did, couldn't. This is. I go back, and nobody would have a gun, Danny. No, that's why, that's and it'd it. be so disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, there'd be, no the there'd be chairs. Like, there'd be chairs for the start, oh, and that would be amazing. Shit see, this is like. the thing, lads. As good as the laughter lounge, and that is, if if you want to see the finer oh, bits, spoiled in places like that. If you want to see the finer bits of Irish comedy, just go to them little fucking back bars that have live comedy tonight signs. Yeah, because you. you oh. uh, but that's it. It's on. Like it's on everywhere. And if you are yeah. away for a weekend somewhere, do yourself a favor because the pints will be cheap. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you always have the drink problems and that going on. Yeah. I'm hitting the microphone with the fancy water. You have fizzy water and everything, lads. Yeah, yeah man. We look after you. We look after you. But, that is um, so funny. Yeah, and that that'd be like if you listen to the we haven't done because Jerry uh, Jerry had another child and they're moving house and then we moved house and everything. So we we kind of we got through three series of it, but we're going to start it back again. But the um, this is the Tom and Jerry Tom show? and Jerry Tom show, and for the, I think the first nearly every, I think the three we were able to fill every single episode with at least one juicy story about a shit gig, <laughs> yeah. a properly shit gig like McBride did one. At basically a memorial for motorbike deaths and stuff, and he didn't know. I was just oh, like <laughs> level of horror. Like you're want to peel the skin off your own face and just cover it. You're like oh, horror show stuff. Like but yeah, I've, I like beyond belief ones as well. Like yeah. and it was only when I put my mind to it, I was like oh Jesus Christ. Like because nobody wants to hear about the class ones. Like no, no, everybody wants to. Wants to yeah. Oh yeah, rocked it. <laughs> and so, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean did anybody drop dead oh, I, got, I got a fucking standing O I got a fucking standing O yeah no no no, no. no people no. want to hear about the horror exactly they want oh, to hear the it about the coming in with the shotguns died. and the rabbits that is the funniest thing yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah they didn't come in like I arrived on stage and they were there like the lads had been in for a while <laughs> and they were drinking pints of cider brilliant clan mel champagne <laughs> <laughs> okay. what the, that is just mental there you go oh Jesus yeah I kind of miss it now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you going back? No, Danny, you don't. Yeah, trust no, me. No, trust no, me. See, no. this is great. Tom is telling you the story I'm now. The sounds all nostalgic exactly, and all right. Yeah. But you, if you were there when, if oh, you were doing what I, yeah, no. you go fuck this noise. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be four hours getting home, and I'm in the middle of I don't know where. where there is no reception for. Jesus, you know man, what I mean? That, that was the worst of it. That whole thing of fucking driving home. Yeah. You know, two o'clock in the morning, and you're yeah. getting a Red Bull or something into you, hoping for the best, and just this, winging it. Like, yeah. You know I mean, I, mean? You, I, I, but I've kind of, yeah, the body is kind of set for it now. Where I reserve, if I know of a lot of driving to do during yeah. the night, like I'll kind of, it kind of reserves. I'll be stupid for most of the day and just not, just the body won't function because it's like, all right, you've got six hours of driving to do tonight like yeah. and another 45 minutes on say on stage or something like oh, so bananas, man. you know so you i mean it's it's all like it's if you get a if you're bringing a bloke or two that are sound and you can actually it kind of it you know shortens the journey but mm. i can tell you one thing if you have a couple of dicks in the car oh lad there a couple of weeks back no it's a couple of months back and i swear to god it's a three-hour journey back up home i won't say where it was from but to say that this lad like i'm not shy of a fart 
<laughs> and I wouldn't I wouldn't I'd be partial to one or two myself I, I'll hey listen, listen. nor is Danny I'll you know listen. what I mean hey, I used to do a lot of a lot of protein shakes when I played rugby and stuff like I know what a bad fart smells like but this was just inhumane like this was just like if, if you were doing it to animals you'd get arrested like you know what I mean you'd be on the 6-1 for what you're after doing you know car wasn't right for at least a week after like, and I, I worked on a pig farm for four years guys I know and it was worse than that I know what I know what a dead stinking pig smells like I'm telling you, and this was just not even. So you'd give a couple of lads lifts. Uh, you would, like, if you were on the same bill, yeah, and you'd yeah. often get a text off lads going, "Here, are you driving down?" Whatever, and it works out grand because they'll cover your petrol and whatever. And it's yeah. most nine times out of ten, it's actually grand because you're both you're kind of in the same vibe. Now it is a bit weird, all right, if you're kind of you're at completely different stages of your career. Like, if you lad just starting off going, hey, and do you know what I'm going to do? And do you know what's mad is that he'll probably go and do You know what I mean? He'll probably be headline of Vicar Street <laughs> so, next sometimes week. Sometimes like. the blind optimism, though, was really oh, kind of like, oh, fuck. You don't burst the bubble, do you? Oh, no. Oh, well, I, you, you kind of end up doing, I don't want to do it, but you kind of end up doing it by just actually telling him, listen, this is actually how it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all good right now. You're 21. But, yeah, uh, yeah wait, wait till this shit gets weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you got a face to go with blokes with guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, a woman in Chowstown to get your Mickey oh, out. Yeah. Jesus, the only thing is, I do that place the whole time. Like, I do <laughs> yeah. actually love it. It's Jobstown Inn. I love the place. Did you watch that program about Jobstown on TV3? I don't want it to ruin it for me. Do you know what I mean? No, it was excellent. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, all right. Because, yeah. no, well, I don't want to... I know I don't want to find out anything. See, I, I, I write on absolute ignorance, too. I don't want to know the facts about a place. Like, okay. I want to know as little as my ignorant brain can, can function with and just run with that when I get on stage because it sounds as ludicrous yeah. as it actually is. It, if I have actual facts, then people might get insulted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They featured okay. in the Jobstown Inn during the Euros oh, last did they? year. Uh, during one of Ireland's matches on the scored and all. It's like a scene out of Snapper. Yeah. But or the, the thing is, it's a, we- it's a weird venue because it's, it, whatever, like Jobstown, it may have whatever roughish name, but that place, I've never actually seen any genuine, you'll just see, you'll just meet the odd mad who are like, yeah. Yeah. but there's nothing, your man behind the bar, he won't, he just won't be tolerated. Like, mm. And he's not, he's not a rough character or anything, but he's just, he's, a sound fellow who'll just go get out the fuck yeah. and that's it and people do but it's like it's weird it's like three different pubs you walk in the first bar and it's it's essentially it's just kind of just normal folk maybe who are into sport or whatever and the middle bit it's kind of owl lads with ponytails and leather jackets you know that kind of way talking yeah. about the good old days and Bob Dylan and stuff <laughs> and then you get into the lower bit and that's you know Bimbo's Burgers you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah. The band. yeah oh my god it's yeah like I love it, like ones, and they pretend that they're they're drinking two lady pints, two little half pints again. So you go, just just get a boat, just get an, in an actual pint. You're caught, and nobody misses, like, yeah. you know. But they were in the the show, uh, in the show about Jobstown on TV three. Um, they were painting the houses green, white, and orange like the van. Were they? Yeah, the bunting was out. They were painting the walls outside. They were painting the 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 side paths and everything. It's essentially, fucking time travel. Though. Yeah, it was essentially. Yeah. It's oh the yeah. Van. They, they do like yeah, you know but it mean? was really good show, really, really good show. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you've been on the TV yourself, Tom. I have been on the Tilly. On the Tilly. Yeah. How, people, how did that come together for you? Like that? It was or the first, the first time. I've been on a few times now. Like. Oh well, that's great. That, how dare I? No, it's uh, the the uh, yeah the first time it was I just with Demo Niver was the yeah. was the kind of, well Republic of Telly with Demo Niver Republic of Telly with the first time, <clears> and I was. 
I suppose it was just weird because of where I was from originally, mm. like and playing the character then was being from say Dublin, you know. So it didn't make any sense to people. Like, but sure, it's just fucking acting, like you know, <laughs> just putting on a ridiculous accent. But the what it was is obviously I was doing comedy, and I got I don't know how I ended up knowing uh, Jules Call, who's Andy's oh, yeah, yeah. cousin, who was writing it with him, which is I suppose just Facebook mutual friends and things like that, yeah. and just chatting and stuff, and just an invite went around one evening. You know, like a, a Facebook invite or whatever. Mm. And it was herself. My missus at the time, she was living up in... She was living in Ranelagh. And she was going to work. She was managing a nightclub in town. And I was doing fuck all for the evening. And I see this invite. And it was like... I said, no, nobody like that. Like, the next thing... I text or emailed her. And I went... Cheers. She'd emailed kind of again. And I went, ah, I don't know nobody. She goes, Tom, this free cider. I said, you'll see me in two seconds. I'll be up there. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who I don't well, know. it was an invite to a gig, was it? No, what it was, it was the album launch of Damo and Ivor's album. He oh, brought out okay. an album. He yeah. wrote some funny songs or whatever. And I went up there and got fucking flute drunk and just went around the place just slagging everybody. And before I knew it then, myself and Andy just got into kind of a pretend. I just kept on calling him an absolute scumbag. Hey, look at, I just feel like I need tetanus even looking at you. Look at you. <laughs> and he just kind of started breaking his whole laugh and we started chatting then. It was like, and he's as he's nearly as culty as I am. Like His old lad's a mad bastard from Tip. As really? Well. Like, yeah. So Andy, when he's a few pints in him, would start sounding like one of the unbelievables. Like. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. It's complete. It's like James Lloyd's <laughs> high. Like he, he, like he races pigeons and stuff and drives a Yeah, van. I heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. a mad bastard. I didn't believe that. I, if, he wouldn't be a bit fancy at all. Like he's a sound old, just normal bloke. Like he was. A friend driving. of mine told me recently that. Uh, his father races pigeons with Andy Quirk and I was like you're fucking joking no no he's, he's, yeah. he's mad for it like Loves really him. mad into yeah. him but like like he's gone shooting with me and stuff like he's just whatever but that was that was it and the next thing um, we did three or four of the demo or the, the things for Republic Italy and we just got on so powerful and that's half the battle especially when you're making there's no money to be made out of you're yeah. just doing it for Republic Italy and it was good like and then the TV show got commissioned and I was like, fucking class. But yeah. they were like, because uh, Louise Kiley's casting agency has taken it over, they don't give a bollocks who's played who in the, in the during the, they're mm. getting real actors in like, so you better. Is that what it. happens with TV shows? It gets tenders to casting agents? And it, oh, it does. Yeah, but she'd be as well to too because you wouldn't, it's fine for you to go, ah, sure, my sister Mary be great at it. But like, if they're sinking, you know, six yeah. or seven hundred thousand into it, they better have somebody who can really do the job like, mm. you know, but the only thing was they'd written it while I was doing it. So they'd kind of written it with stuff, with me in mind, you know. So they just said, I'd never gone for an audition, nothing. I knew nothing about this kind of stuff. So I took it all as his word and it was like, you have to learn this off book. Like, about five scenes. And it was just apparently really weird. You wouldn't have to do that much at all. But I didn't break character or anything. I just went in there just with the Helly Hansen jacket on, like the dubs, the lot, and just called them all a pile of absolute knackers. And mm. what am I doing here? <laughs> I have a raging hangover, and you guys are absolutely wrecking my bicky. <laughs> had to do it into a camera, and this like 17-year-old young one is sitting behind me reading like the lines to me. So it was just... I, I, there was one, I remember one scene, and apparently it was the clincher for the director. It was, um, there was to be a letterbox scene where I'm talking through a letterbox. And it was just like, just do it out, you know, whatever. But I said, well, I better take this to the extreme. And I'd actually bought a letterbox front. <laughs> and I actually pulled it out of my jacket and put it up to the camera and started talking through it. And your man just apparently went, all right, this mad bastard is going to buy a fucking letterbox and bring it into the Exchequer fucking hotel and do a, a casting with it. Like, he's just... Class. Well, yeah, that was how that came about then, yeah. Fucking and then sweet, man, eh? two, two series out of that, yeah. Daily, any more? The, the talks are the movie next. But I mean, the, like the amount of money a show like that costs like yeah. because if you see the, the like half of this well I mean it's good good writing and it's fun and everything else and there was a brilliant level of silliness to it but what it was is 
how good it looked, you could see why when you were behind the gear that they had, like, and that they, they, the level of, of crew that they had was just fucking ridiculous. Really? Like, yeah, they, it was, and I, but I mean, it, everything was, these guys were taken as professionally as could be. Like, the first series cost about 700k, like. No way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a driver pick me up in the morning because they figure that fucker's car might start some more. You know what I mean? They, yeah, yeah. Their insurance would be better served just having a designated company to go get me rather than more assurance me, to get you there yeah me ringing up going just fucking yoke go and start and you know yeah. where was it recorded on location we did the f- series one was in um uh jeez Fox Rock it was really? actually yeah like I was probably the only person realistically I suppose part Rick Mail in series one especially that who wasn't from where they were from like, right. in the yeah. oak the majority were the lads who were posh were from within a quarter mile like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean this wasn't out of our wheelhouse like, you know? <laughs> and uh it was funny, like, because a couple of lads, like, you know, I'm like, so where'd you get school? I'm like, taking tip. What about yourself? Like, yeah, right, yeah, okay, okay. Was, wasn't Rick Mail? Was yeah, Rick Mail was in it. Yeah, what the yeah. Hell, like, yeah. Oh, sh- come here, it was ridiculous. He was, it, yeah, it was basically like an amateur boxer getting to hang out with Muhammad Ali for the week. Like, that was what? essentially it. I nearly shit the pants because they had, I didn't know. And if there was a scene where we did where I was driving a car or whatever, and. And it was just between between takes, and Andy just went. So we managed to get him anyway. I said, get who? I said Rick Mail. I went. You did. Fuck off. He was. I swear to God, he's after agreeing to it. He's up in the hotel, and it was up in the the Beacon. And we went up for lunch, and there he was sitting there smoking a fag, and cool as a breeze. He got up and he knew my name. That's how cool this motherfucker is. Like he gets no up, and he goes, way. "Great to meet you, Tom." I'm like. Jesus Christ I, small bit of pee and an erection all happened at the one time <laughs> small bit of pee and what was he like everything you can imagine he was ridiculously awesome really yeah no like he was just he the guy was oozed brilliant amounts of confidence in that he didn't have to steam through a con- he didn't have to steamroll a conversation of a group of people he was happy to sit back and throw his his two cents in every, but it was like the guy had seen it done it and invented it all yeah. you know what I mean and he, he was just happy. Bottom. He was just, just, there was a vibe coming off him that was just cooler than cool. Like, and just as sound as could be, like, you know. You you weren't believing Andy <clears throat> until you actually nah. got to the beacon. But she was like, go away, fuck. Because we were, like, we're non-stop pulling did, the piss out of each other, like, so. But did you know that they were trying to get Rick? I'd heard it a couple of weeks previous. And I was like, yeah, forget about it. Because he turned, his agent had turned it down. Because his agent was like, nah, he doesn't work abroad anymore. Like, yeah. He doesn't do any work abroad. Never really has done much work abroad. Like, And they wrote him a hand, like a handwritten letter. I went, look, this is how it is. We'd fucking love you to be in it. And he went, do you know what? Now we can Ireland be all right. And he came over and ate steak for the week and was delighted with himself. Probably got a juicy paycheck. Like, But he enjoyed the shit out of it too. Like, yeah. So it was, yeah. And he was, he was all teed up for season two. Dropped dead three yeah. weeks beforehand. Like so. Jeez. Jeez, had to rush it's... to get Alan Ford from Snatch to fill oh, in oh that's right yeah Bricktop isn't it yeah yeah, yeah to fill yeah. in the grandfather role like yeah I he, remember um, that actually yeah his, his death was real sudden wasn't it really <clears throat> well mm. yeah well he he see, murdered for the fags too like yeah he yeah. took it like he wasn't he didn't drink because of the quad, quad bike accident he had about uh, about 15 years ago came off a quad and wrecked himself like and the head got split open and everything and they basically said look you're going to have to stay on these kind of blood thinners for the rest of your life because one bit of swellage and you could just drop down dead. Oh my and God. you can't drink booze because they'll cancel the blood thinners out. So, And I remember like he was the, on the fine, the, the, the wrap night, he was there for the wrap night. like, And it was, um, he was just feeding me pints. I'm like, dude, Jesus Christ. 
I can't drink this many. He says, look, I'm fucking drinking through you. Would you mind? <laughs> he says, and I think we'll have a brandy later. I was like, okay, fair enough. If no Rick, way. Yeah, if Rick Mail is telling you this, like... Yeah, I, you can't yeah. say no. Now, try, I mean, I was, I was practically a, a three-fag-a-day man <laughs> up until I met this bloke and I started smoking like 30 a day, like... So he's just throwing fags at you. You're going, oh, Christ above. Because it's Rick Mail too, the coolest comedian... Yeah. Of all time, yeah. like you, you just go with it. Like I got to see Bottom Live. Did you in two thousand and one? Yeah, where in Belfast? No, on the point. Oh, did you do it? In yeah. yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, it was one of the best things I've seen live. Because yeah. like, I was wondering how are you going to do this live? It was just fantastic. Well, he was saying even they didn't fucking fully know how they were going to do it live. Really? <laughs> yeah, they were just going with it. Like, but then you see these lads. You see, they're they're posh enough middle class lads. They would have mm. been doing acty shit since they were like twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah, with the young ones and all that. This is it, like yeah. you know, and you know they pretend to be impoverished artists, but you're like, yeah, yeah. you could just rock back to your your whole folks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But even yeah. if you look at your man, fucking Avery and Edmondson now or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like what you see in bottom. It's Jennifer see, Sanders, isn't he? Yeah, think, yeah, 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 that's yeah, right. Yeah. But what you see in bottom and what you see in the young ones, and then you kind of see him now on like MasterChef, and they're like, and you're like, how are you making? That? How do you even know what that is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Like, she look at you, Look at mad shit like Mr. Bean has done. Like, you know, Ron Atkinson down through the years. Like, you're going so many relative things, but there are things you see. These lads in the eighties and seventies and eighties, you see, they were afforded this because they could do gap year shit back when nobody could afford that because they were all from. Yeah, fair old stock, like well, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Just in the England, you were just, and you still see that today. Like all these lads are, there are lads called, you know, things like Tarquin and stuff. Mm. And you see, especially at the Edinburgh Fringe, they're just taking a gap year and they're going. Like I remember the last year I was there two years ago. I was directly across the room. My show was directly across the room from the show of like nineteen-year-old lads, and all of them were either called Tom. Weirdly, it seems to be a posh name, <laughs> Tom or Harry. They, and it, there was a group of five of them and they did sketch comedy via the means of uh, the medium of fucking ukuleles Jesus it was that shit lads yeah sketch really? comedy with ukuleles they didn't give a shit these lads were just going we'll just try it out because you know we're crazy we're 19 we're just we're just going to drink some wine that'd be great yeah you know How just yeah. Fuck? yeah 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 like just these uh, that's bananas man that's yeah. just DM. But there will be, you know what I mean. Then you'll get the likes. There will be a, you know, ah, yeah. a class act come out of that many of lads. Course, like, you yeah. know what I mean. Trust me. For all the Rick Mills, there were and all the Ron Atkinsons, there was some amount of shite too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, who did, a lot who, of fuckers going around with ukuleles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who did, when like who did who were people that you look up to in comedy or when at the, at the very beginning or right yeah, now? Yeah, when you're start well both when you were starting out like and um before you were even starting. Out. I the first comedian I ever remember seeing it was Jack D I was addicted to him I didn't fully yeah. know why it was hilarious to see this guy in his 20s behaving like an old guy like I'm being crabby and angry but it just cracked me up I just remember thinking this is just hilarious yeah. and then the explosion of like there was an explosion especially where we were in Tipperary there was an explosion of people were doing funny night like they they done believables exploded mm. which would have been from where I'm from and it was just like, all oh, right, so there's a performing arts thing where you could just act the Mickey, like, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, to give you the context of where I'm from, did you ever see, there's a video that went around, like, back in the, the late 80s, mid-90s and that, and it was, it was of a guy called F and Eddie. He was, uh, he was reporting on a match. He was commentating on a match. Probably one of the worst games of Gaelic football you'll ever see, like. But he just fucks and blinds the whole way through it. And you should look, like, it's ludicrously funny. Like, it's, and he's no intention of being funny. But it went viral for as much as viral can be back when there was no internet. Yeah. Up to the point, apparently, according to the lads that I knew that were living in, in New York and stuff, like, 
they would charge 20 quid a head to come in and watch the F and Eddie match. No way. Yeah, yeah. There'd be a chalkboard outside on the street going, tonight showing the F and Eddie match. And there'd be a video drawing. And people would know, have seen this 20 times, and they'd be waiting for certain bits where he's roaring at the crowd. Oh, you bollocks of a riff. <laughs> and he's there with the mic and the camera's behind him. And he turned around every so often and go, Jez, let's be drank some feed meal last night, didn't we? <laughs> and it was, what's amazing about this guy, like, is he's... He was my school principal's brother. You know what I mean? So this, and that was really the dawn where Don believers are going, Jesus Christ. So if you look closely at Irish rural life, like there's a lot yeah. of mad bastards if we put a twist on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like and, teachers and politicians. Oh, yeah, like or... just, neither have only just gone to our school. And there were all, there were so many of them were just, like our principal, there was a handful of us that were friends and he knew we were all, because whatever about the lads from the town, you couldn't touch him. You couldn't hit him. Yeah. But with us, they knew we all came through primary. Like I had to live in bollocks bed off me by the teachers in primary school. Like, like one teacher, our headmaster, had a length of of wavin piping. You know the Alcatine stuff, like yeah. maybe yeah. inch pipe with a nut on the end of it, and he would bust you. No with it. And this is still this is maybe ninety. What would have been ninety three, ninety like this isn't old. Yeah, time, it's like, not like yeah. ninety four. Like, but it was. And so your man, but he wouldn't. There'd be no no letter home. None of that shit. There'd be no yeah, none yeah. of that stuff. You'd just get dropped. Up into the office, and next thing you know, you're sitting outside the office with just stars in your eyes, going, "What the fuck?" Oh yeah, <laughs> just, you don't know how <laughs> long the bollocks beat on me. Just, no, he just dropped you at one. <laughs> he was playing county football for Tipperary at the time. And he was built like a train, and he just just one little crack on the on the point of the chin, and send you out for twenty seconds or so, and then sit you up and go, "Cut that shit out now for another month, will you?" And you would. That's it. But yeah, you did fucking right, yeah. 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 Then you, there's he's cut out the middleman. Yeah. He's cut out the letter home, going home to your parents because your parents might be able to deal with the situation cause, <clears throat> and they're only hearing the story. But like if he, he's witnessed, the, it was perfect. It yeah. was judge, jury, executioner all in one, got the job done. No need in, I, you come out of school with an impeccable record and I fucking, a tough jaw. <laughs> <laughs> you put that to, to the use thing because you were doing fucking boxing MMA and everything at one stage, right? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Well, I did. I was all through school. I was doing from the age of four right up until I was about 17. I was doing martial yeah. arts. So I did, started off with Shotokan Karate and then did that for a couple of years. And I think the class itself just fell apart. And it wasn't a plethora of... So Taekwondo was the next one that came up. And I, st- I was able to stick with Taekwondo till I, I got the black belt. And then kickboxing then just was quite sexy. So I just started giving that a go, like, you know what I mean? And it was, it was just a much more simplistic form of, and yeah. Then after college, then MMA started. Yeah. Like I was living in Cork and it was just kind of a thing. It wasn't really a thing. You know what I mean? It w- had no, nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. It was just lads who were, had done a bit of martial arts or even wrestling or boxing were just going... Yeah, we all meet on a Wednesday and clatter the bollocks off each other. Really just, and that was pretty much it. I call it MMA, but really it was just... <laughs> Clattering. It was Fight Club, essentially. Yeah, it was Fight Club, but then pints afterwards. So, I mean, it was just... It was well worth it. Do you know what I mean? But you would... But it kind of got organised over the years, so I was doing it. It kind of got... All right, well, we better start out weights and so... Like, there was rules to a degree and stuff. And then it was in a kickbox, a Muay Thai club. So they had the ring and stuff like yeah, that. So yeah. it was a bit more... It turned into kind of like K1. So a lot of it was stand-up, like, and yeah. then, you know, because a lot of us, because it wouldn't be a big wrestling, yeah. you know, and even judo would be the close thing, and the odd person was doing jiu-jitsu, like, you know what I mean? But realistically, it was, it was for the most part, it was stand-up style martial arts. Like. Yeah, it's crazy how much jiu-jitsu has exploded, isn't it? Oh, like, my God. Fucking, well, fucking Joe Rogan should never shuts up about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> Does, he's black belt, isn't he? Yeah, ah, oh, jeez, yeah, yeah. Wonder and did you see that Guy Ritchie was on it last week? Was this black belt? Oh, I listened yeah. to that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I turned it off after about 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, I thought oh, I actually, that man, I if that man could fucking suck his own flute, he would. Ah, I found it very But then again, hard. I mean, 
you know, <laughs> if you were a guy Ritchie too, yeah, you would you'd be course, letting yeah. yourself out of it. Like yeah. you would. Like. I, I, no, I stuck with it. Like, yeah, he does definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Delighted with that one, look at it. It's so true, that's why I turned it off. That's what I was listening because yeah. I was going, why, why am I disliking this fucker? Oh, it was completely. And I was going, is it the English accent? Is that what's bothering me? Or is it the fact that Joe would be under the table right now? Joe was ridiculously in awe of him because you know, yeah, normally you can yeah. hold it's a conversation you want to listen into. Yeah, that's normally the way it is, it's just mm. a good conversation you can listen into. But he was practically under the table. And he was being real domineering too. Like, you're yeah, going, yeah. Oh, do you know what? I don't want to go see this like, movie. The, it's your peddling nah, right now. That, no. Yeah. The, like, and Joe's starting to do that a lot now, I guess, isn't he? Bit of, yeah, but it's, if, a, it's a bit like nonchalant <sighs> promotion, you know that way? Oh, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. But that, I suppose he's at that point now where, I mean, like he's had fucking how many guests and 900 either they're now, you know, his best pal that kind of you're sick of hearing from or... But it's a lot it has of it, to go down that road yeah, of kind of because a lot of it is turning over the same stuff. The amount of times we're only talking about this last week. Yeah. Mm. I mean, fuck me if I have to hear about yoga one more time. Like, I'll, be, yeah. I'll, be, I'll shoot the next fucking yogi I meet. Like, if I have to just, hear about fucking Eddie Bravo and oh, the multiverse once sake. more, like, do you know what I mean? That's... Um, bang, moo, tie, go it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear the Alex Jones one? I did. Oh, I listened to a bit of that. But sure, I was, yeah, I was driving to a gig or something. I was going the fuck is going on here like yeah i was like it what was am just, I watching it was bananas like how how crazy a man sounded too and, like. and that's that's yours way though you have is to remember every, rolling or smoking joints and all that's, i was gonna say every podcast rogan does he's high as giraffe balls <laughs> so you have to bear that in mind like do you know what i mean what do you see i suppose too like he's what's he doing it for like you know what i mean because yeah. at this <clears> stage <throat> like the power even i was i don't know what one maybe it was even today it was a bit of it now and oh fuck it i should have listened to this the same fella i've been on about 20 times talking about bow hunting like you yeah know, there's yeah, only so yeah. much you can fucking say about he's obsessed narrow with hunting, bow, isn't he? like mm. yeah and but there's only like even as somebody i enjoy hunting like but it's how much fucking talking can you do about it like mm. yeah. do you know and, and it's not like a game of sport there's there's nothing to talk I, you know i walked really quietly over there <laughs> and then i killed it that's it <laughs> yeah. there's fucking the deer isn't going to turn around and fucking stick his fingers up. You, nothing, yeah. dr- nothing crazy is going to happen that you can talk about twenty times in a row, like for yeah. variance. Like, yeah. so t- But he was, he was on today, and you just gone. You, you don't like. They were talking about they were gone Instagram Live, whatever the fuck that is. It must be like <laughs> I'm assuming Facebook Live. But they were going. Oh Jesus, we we're only up. We're up at six and a half thousand they were only on three seconds like four yeah. seconds we're up at six and a half thousand viewers already it's fucking bananas, and like. they turned the camera was pointed at your man uh cameron and he went oh we're dropping down those gone to five and a half and joe says turn it back to me for a second and i swear to god he went ha ha up to 60 6700 in three seconds you're just going but you couldn't give a bollocks about anything yeah, these yeah. days because no. your your power is that is just <clears throat> How could you even live in the real world? Like, yeah. you know? oh, no, but sure, like his his YouTube when he does it on when the YouTube hits go out, it's over a million or something. But that's it. Like the, the money he's YouTube making alone, off, like the money he's making off the podcast. I, mean, I, I wouldn't want to be making that kind of money off. The ah, no, no, it, it'd, <laughs> it'd ruin you. It'd ruin you. It'd ruin you. Going back to the <laughs> MMA, did you ever compete? No, I mean never. No, never. It, but at this stage, we're talking. This would be in two thousand and three, two thousand and four. So there wasn't. There was nothing in Ireland really, especially in Cork. There was nothing to worth talking about in the mm. way of organized. Yeah, you know what I mean. The UFC was just some mad bastard of a thing, like where a bloke could walk in with one boxing glove and fight fucking Yokozuna. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like who the fuck was it that came in with the one boxing yeah, glove? Yeah, some actually? mad fucker did. And went, uh, I, who I'll, was it? What I lose, I'll hold you... on to him with the with. 
the left hand and bathe him with the glove. Bathing him with the glove, yeah. Like, what? Like, wouldn't you just let him bring in a fucking tennis racket all the time? Do you know, it, the UFC at that point looked like, uh, you know, an, an extra level of Street Fighter that you could get to yeah. if you had a certain code, where <laughs> shit just goes off the fucking rails. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you can let a fella of 700 pounds in to fight some yeah. poor bastard who does He's monkey, two monkey kung fu. Like, you know but what that's I mean? what like, I fucking want. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, we had Dan Severn on the podcast, and even like when he was talking about it, it was completely fucking different to what it is now. Yeah. And even the stuff he was describing, and it got to the point where he just he didn't want to hurt your man anymore, and that's why he ended up tapping out. Well, so he says. Yeah. But then, like you're saying, you see that, your man, I can't remember who it was. If you YouTube it, it'll definitely come up. Your man with the one boxing Yeah, glove. yeah, it was, yeah. And you're like, what the but fuck the, was There was like? no weights, there was no, it was just no. banana yeah. shit. Like, I the mean, the first 30 UFCs are brutal. Ah, oh, stop, man. This but that's, that's crazy. It's, it's unbelievable how fast it's evolved. Like, oh, and, yeah, that, yeah. and it was this is a thing I remember talking about it on stage a couple of years ago when McGregor started exploding and all the rest of it. And you get lads, then all of a sudden they're experts, and you're going, Hold on oh, to yeah. fuck, lads. Hold on. I actually kind of did a version of this shit, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, Nobody at the actual moment, even the most of the fighters, I'd say, are going, This could all change next week because yeah. it's evolving that fucking fast. And lads are going, talking like the same way you talk about the 1978 All-Ireland Football Final. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, do you remember Fado, Fado, back in UFC 101? I was there and... You, well, what? Shut up, you gee bag. Like, none of us really... We should really... Yeah, just mad as fuck. And it looks like there's a bit of organisation now. But it looks like, for the most part, they seem to have narrowed it down to, like, two martial arts at this stage. Yeah. It seems to be jujitsu. So the odd fella's thrown a bit of what we call it into it, and you know what I mean, and striking like yeah. ju- jujitsu, judo, and a bit of kickboxing. Yeah, that's essentially it. Like there, you know, there's you couldn't go at an awful lot of other things because if you start to bring in just a basic style into it now, it has evolved into its own thing. Like, well, it's hilarious to, about McGregor there when he came on the scene because you did have lads kind of outdoing each other. Oh. Both both of them only on the scene since McGregor, and the two lads outdoing themselves. We said. Oh sure, I, I watched UFC seven. Did you? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> Do you yeah. Know? We all have YouTube. Get over yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first people were referencing that to me. Ah, stop. Um, yeah. Not knowing I'd been watching it for years. They were like, "That's the first forty UFCs are absolutely awful." Yeah. Sure. I mean, like I fucking I've gone to a, a good few of them now, and I remember going to fucking Lesnar Velasquez in LA, and I still hadn't really a breeze about ninety percent. I was just going because I was like, "Fucking Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez, fucking right, I'm going yeah, to that." Yeah. But that, like, like, I think the, the massive attraction. If it was, if it was, if they'd left it, we'll say in the in the doldrums of where it was right when it started off, nobody be fucking looking at no, it. But no. you they, couldn't. Though. They put a kind of a Super Bowl twist on the thing, like, and mm. they made and McGregor. Sure, I mean, he coming out with ah, the, the fucking mouth on him. Like, I mean, he's great value for money. Like, yeah. but they like, I mean, it, it started out shine boxing straight away. Like, it was people were just crying out for a, a combat sport of some yeah, sort. Yeah. Like there's a more mad like there's a mad as shit. Have you ever seen that that stuff in 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 uh, it started off in Russia, but it's moved to a TV where there are knights. Have you seen this? It's MMA knights. Yeah, and they actually have full armor, but they have full weapons like morning stars, full broadswords. <laughs> yeah, and they inside in a ring like a K1 ring, and they're chopping the shit out of each other. There's a blunt edge on them, but I mean you're getting belted by a four yeah. stone axe. How do you win? Yeah, it's the same way you win that yeah. else. Your man says I'm out. 
Again, this is another one that comes from Russia. It's um, it's like multi-team yeah, MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's have, for football a, hooligans. It's almost like no, no. This like it's like a fucking. Do you know that parkour stuff? Do you know like where they're all all the French lads and that? They're it's all a bit running. Like dodgeball when your man was throwing the spanners at you. Yeah, yeah. dodge a wrench. Like literally, they're jumping up onto these kind of like it's like oh, yeah, almost sorry, like an obstacle yeah, course. Yeah, they're jumping one. up onto Holy stuff, shit. and as they're trying to jump up onto the top of this yoke, two other lads are literally grabbing them by the legs. Hoofing them down, and as they're hoofing them down, the third lad is poking them in the face, like. And then the, the other two, it's almost like, Roy, he's down, me and you are battering each other now. And it's, another one will just go, it's No, I, bizarre, I want the end on this. It's, it's just that's, mental. That's where evolution go off the, the rails, like, you know yeah. what I mean? That's how, how will they market this if it happens, McGregor, Mayweather? Um, in terms of the hyperness of the two ah, lads, it'll just, it'd be like su- it'd be like the Super Bowl, wouldn't really, it? Like, yeah, they they, no, really it sells don't. itself. It's already sure. It's already you know, old. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. In truth, be, it'll almost get to. A, I would say to be want to be careful to, like, that it doesn't get to a point where people just are sick of hearing about it. Like, yeah, when it is, it, like, if yeah. it is announced, it could just be end up just being hideously vile. Like we were going, good yeah. God Almighty, because nobody knows what it's going to be. So there's still like at least if it was. You knew the second fight, especially between Nate Diaz and McGregor, was going to be a class fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you knew what it was. It was MMA. We don't know what this absolute hybrid <laughs> of a weird, ugly child... This could be the most weirdest, ugliest thing ever. Like, both of them could be just running around the ring after each other. Like, like what I was kind of hoping when I was going to turn in... Like, Do you remember, remember Hulk Hogan's character in Rocky? Yeah, yeah. He came in just, <laughs> Thunder lips. Thunder lips. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, he just, and McGregor just loses it. And just yeah. kicks him straight in the bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just loses it. Like gets about 45 seconds in and goes, Jenna, fuck this. And just, your man's just running around the ring and just roots him straight up into the stones like. Beautiful. And just, it'd be like, look on Mayweather's face. God, he has never faced his entire career. And even McGregor would be kind of going, did I just fucking do that? Yeah. <laughs> That's even breaking the rules in MMA. Classic. Can, what can happen to him? What can yeah. happen to him? If he just, if your man's dancing around him and all of a sudden he puts a spinning kick into the side of your man's temple. And he just walks away. It would be one of the greatest mic drop moments oh. in the history of sport, wouldn't it? It'd be unreal. Just go, I told you I was going to fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't tell you how. Yeah. You might have outboxed me, but you're knocked out, kid. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Do you know what Best I mean? Best wishes. Because yeah. they'll have to write that into the contract too, though, won't they? I mean, oh, obviously there'll be yeah. boxing licenses and everything. like. But he's not going to continue with a boxing career after this no, I'm guessing no. Like. no this could be his swan song of everything because well that's what everyone said the amount of money he's going to make off this how is he going to be motivated to go back to and <laughs> go back to only earning 5 million a fight like, do you know yeah. what I mean but that's on, I, I would imagine it won't even be because what what's the potential for McGregor 30, 40, 50 million out of this oh, I'd say he wants like, more because your, yeah. your man will your man will make 200 million out of it ah, Floyd yeah. will yeah you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. at the very minimum McGregor's going to make 50 million yeah. will, will Floyd's belt be on the line not <laughs> <laughs> McGregor walking in with all his belts hanging yeah. off him. Yeah, Jeez, I want can your you fucking belt. That? <laughs> <laughs> Give me your fucking belt. That cartoon was definitely amazing. It was actually, ah, what's your fucking belt? <laughs> it's a total American version of an Irish accent, but it made it funny. Was like, <laughs> 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 he's just eating. He's just eating the astronaut's belt. <laughs> he wants Orion's belt then, like in the. <laughs> it's a cracker, like. But I tell you, man. Look, if if that does happen. And the whole premise, like, it's already sold. And as I said, kind of the only thing they're in danger of now is almost overkill, where people just be like, yeah. I'm sick of hearing about it. Like, But if it does, all they're going to do is just be like, nobody has ever beaten Floyd. He's 49 and now. Nobody has ever really, what, one bloke put him in danger once. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It, he got a dodgy decision, and that's what, but, I mean, 
everybody's just going to talk about all Conor has to do was hit him once. He's got that unbelievable left hand. Just hit him once. And, yeah. I, and that's how the whole thing but will this go. Is what like. I, I, See, no, I don't buy into any of that, but I'll still watch it. I said it to Spike O'Sullivan. I asked him out straight. I said, you know the guy. You sparred against him. Because um, he's he'd come in late at night, you know what I mean? When he was mm. trained against Diaz and stuff like that. Because he had to get his boxing right. Because like, your man's a big old bastard. Like, mm. But he was... He says, you, like, and... I said, did you unload on him? He says, Aaron, no. He says, I don't want to fuck him up. Because like, Spike has an ability to break ribs. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? And that's wearing the big gloves. Like, you know what I mean? Like, his last fight, he mo- broke him out four of his ribs in the third round. Jesus. Four ribs. Like, fucking hell. But he went, no, no, I didn't unload him. He says, but I can tell you one thing. He better sort his shit out. Uh, but this is a guy who had, you know, WEO, Intercontinental yeah. title. Like, this is world. Like, I was watching him. He was, uh, <clears throat> he was sparring that day when we did our the podcast whatever he sparred against Luke Keeler another Irish yeah, boxer yeah, like. yeah, yeah. and then he sparred after that he sparred uh, Steve Jr or Steve, Steve Jr and just watching you, you just see the lads and you're going and they're not even unloading on each other like they're mm. just warming each other up probably maybe 65-75% you're going the wind of that punch mm. is making me want to think about going to the toilet you're just going fucking connections here like yeah. but doesn't it say a lot you know, with Spike saying he needs to get his shit together. Yeah. But doesn't it say a lot about the man that has no professional boxing record? Oh, like... But he can talk his way into talk, a fight. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. No, one, of the, any of these guys one of the greatest boxers of all time. I, that was another thing Spike said. He goes, hats off to him. And he's a mad bastard for doing it. He goes, because <laughs> he's not going to get hurt. He's because your man's going to dance around. He's not going to want to get fucked up and get into... He doesn't want to get into a schmazzle. Yeah. So he's going to dance around and just keep him tipping. It'll probably, you know... And he says, but... He's, he said that he goes I'd love to see him fucking lose the plot and just jump on his face and like a fucking alien just start biting him and everything he says how amazing would that be but he says he says he was a tidy boxer amateur boxer in his day yeah but he says he's been doing all that MMA shit he says for fucking so long now mm. he says that trying to drag that back out of your system he says he says 49 other shit hot boxers well we'll mm. say 30 more shit, shit hot they couldn't lay a fucking hand on you, man. Yeah. So you're you're asking a fella to come over from nothing. No, you know, well, from yeah, MMA, yeah. which isn't, you know, I mean, he's able to catch fellas because his his hands are fast. Yeah, different gloves though, as well. Diff- like you're talking about, he's it's almost bare knuckle to yeah, wearing for, fucking banjos on your hands. Like, you know what I mean? It's a different. <laughs> but to see even like to see even where the la- these lads can bend the fucking bag, the heavy bag, like oh, a yeah. punch, going oh Jesus, Mary and Joseph, and these yeah. guys are pro guys in Ireland and none of them have a title between them like, yeah, you know, yeah. they're all at a very decent very very good standard yeah. Yeah. you're thinking this motherfucker is knocked out. he's beaten 49 people like, yeah. like if your man does get in too close to the forest like he could end up getting his fucking whole hand some too, of them like, have been like although people will say nowadays um, Floyd's fights are boring but if you're a thoroughbred kind of boxing fan you'd love it you love it's it boxing. It's because he's, he's, like he's, he's, he's a yeah, he's ugly, ugly snooker too like yeah. he'll be shit but look I don't give a shit he beat fucking Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. all right, you can say, well, it was six years too late or whatever you're going. It's still Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. When Manny Pacquiao's 88, he'd be able to knock out 99% of the world. Yeah. Do you know that? That's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. An old yeah. bo- like, and he still beat that fucker. And it wasn't just that he beat him, though. He he just... Manny didn't get near him. Not, not, not fucking near him. But it makes me laugh, though, because there are those... There's kind of new fans to boxing or MMA or whatever. And... 
they gather to watch a Mayweather fight and they're expecting knockouts. Yeah, no. We yeah. I don't think he's, he's ever... No, he hasn't knocked anyone out in years, like. No, no. But no, he's, look, he's, he's a tactician, like. Yeah, you know what I mean? absolutely. He's a tactician, 100%. Yeah, he's it all the way. Like, yeah, if it's yeah, the money, yeah. he's earning. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. his Bugatti Veyron is waiting outside. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, think yeah. about it from his point of view. But what do I want to fuck up my face yeah. for? Like, exactly. Can, even, even the other week there, did you see the the video footage of him going, he opened a nightclub or strip club. To do, a strip club. Yeah, gentleman's club. It's him and just one, and this this says a lot about his reputation as well. Like him and one other bloke leaving the club with a trolley with just stacks cash. of cash, like Jesus. millions in just stacks of cash on this trolley. Like it's just him and one bloke. Yeah. There's no huge security. There's no nothing. <laughs> Put it in the boot with a car. Literally puts it in the boot with a car and drives off. And you're like, right, fair enough. It's Floyd Mayweather. Well. Mountains to bury it. Imagine seeing Floyd Mayweather in the week long mountains <laughs> burying a load of cash. <laughs> Try to sell you a dog afterwards. Then, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> but it will be interesting. Look, I don't know. I mean, the lads were kind of they're pessimistic. If he tries to box box your man, it could end up being a pure yeah. pig shit of a thing. But I would imagine the plan will be is to use every available thing that McGregor has to him. Like he's long out reach. Yeah. See, can he close him off? Mm. You know what I mean? It could be. It could be interesting. Like because he's he's a McGregor's a much bigger bastard than him too. Mm-hmm. Like so, it could be. Like I think the way he'll get coached if it does go ahead will be be a pig ignorant fucker and jump in and stay in his face as much as you possibly oh, yeah, can yeah. Like, and don't be frightened of him because in fairness to McGregor he can take a couple of belts mm. too there's no doubt about there, that there'll like. be that whole yeah, thing of just yeah. like you know just climb up on top of nearly like completely cut off every yeah. angle you can just put him in a sleeper um, hold no. <laughs> get him in a rear naked choke yeah that's it and, oh sorry 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 sorry, <laughs> sorry Rev I didn't <laughs> sorry, mean sorry, that sorry 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 can't get fucking <laughs> used to this <laughs> But like I mean even that's kind of something like when we had Wayne McCullough on even that's what he was kind of touching on he was like you know what I mean nobody knows how to be Floyd but Wayne was maintaining he, he thinks he knows how to be and he's like Connor's skills aren't like a pure boxer but he does but have he, as you said earlier about something else ignorance can be kind of bliss like yeah. he won't give a bollocks about him that's for sure because he's the cockiest man in the world like mm. he'll just go fuck him yeah. but according to the lads like he's some man to learn quickly because oh, even the lads were saying about like boxing wise like he goes he's so like he's he doesn't like he barely is in the real world at all to yeah, yeah. fighting and like training that's all he lives for like so yeah. they were even going we were talking about what's he going to do afterwards he goes oh he'll come up with something because he has to be doing something yeah a fella like him you won't find him big, sitting you know there, like. sitting on his hole I would imagine what he'll do is he'll demand a big fight in, in Crook Park mm. because that's the only yeah. way they'll get him to do something next because well, that's know, what he wants but that's I mean I see what's next for him what's what's next for him Maybe I'd love to see him and Diaz yeah. and Groberg be some crack yeah, I, that, yeah. I mean that'd be like, well ultimately I was, I'm gonna say look, that's probably the only MMA that's fight that they can fucking throw at you him, know yeah. what I mean because yeah. even if Jose beats Max Holloway and ah. even if he wins another three fights the the, the curiosity isn't he there no because even if it was a good scrap yeah you're fucking out and arrogant do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was embarrassing. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, sure, your man, yeah. McGregor could have left on his fucking jeans. Like, you know what I mean? The <laughs> <laughs> fucking car's still running out there, boys. Put on the kettle. I'll be back in two seconds. <laughs> like, that was fucking embarrassing, like, for yeah. any, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I suppose he, he probably, they say it, he was psyched out and stuff beforehand, but your man yeah. stuck so that's part of the game, though. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to have a small bit of cop on that long in the game, like, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. 
You think Aldo would have been a, a, Do you think he, Like Aldo didn't understand The fucking word he was saying Either though No Why wouldn't his, his yeah. Watch McCall It's just Well I think his English Is a lot better than he lets on Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Well that's a valid point too yeah. Like he's Yeah he's been hanging around But even at that I suppose like the little Sort of things You know what I mean Like even if he doesn't speak English The shit like robbing his belt And the, the shit like just Tapping him on his head Especially when you find That the boss yeah, no. man Is totally for the new kid Oh yeah 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. So, They stand up wearing A green jersey yeah. going <laughs> Oh no I swear to god I'm totally with you yeah. I love you <laughs> we were at that as he's holding his hand underneath the yeah. open. I love you Connor. No. do you know what I mean wearing like, the Ireland jersey oh, yeah. For yeah, God's. yeah and then he lets him do it too like yeah I'm, I'm gonna stop this but I'm gonna let and he breaks his bollocks like that is that's disgraceful like in, yeah. a, imagine that happening in rugby like do you know what yeah. I'm just gonna take the Web Ellis Cup and run back into the fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna run back <laughs> Whole team back on the bus. We're away, lads. Fuck off. And out the gap. We don't have to play the match. We're not We have it. You fuckers. We're out the gap. Yeah, possession's no intense at all. Isn't isn't it? The All Blacks about to start their hacking. You, yeah. The whole lot of the lads running down the tunnel. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The World Rugby going, ah, they're gas fuckers, aren't they? Yeah. That'd be like Ireland the World Cup just taking okay, the trophy, the football out and turning right and legging it straight back with the fucking trophy on her oh, arm. Man. <laughs> right, here, before we let you go out and Tom, indulge me because I never get to talk about rugby often enough on this. Yeah, yeah. Lions tour, <laughs> what you reckon? Yeah, I don't think they have a fucking hope in hell. <laughs> That's. <laughs> yes. I'd love, like, no. I'd love to say it. Like, I'd love to say, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, but it's going no. to be their winter down there. Like, yeah. The fucking like if you haven't your like if you haven't got your head plugged in rightly like they the only way they'll 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 get one test I'd say they'll get one test mm. and that'll be only if if the All Blacks are down a few because yeah. it looks like the likes of Dan Coles hasn't making it back there's something wrong with it yeah Kieran Reid I sound Kieran Reid is sent, like yeah. there's a few like I don't I mean but they're up like they're up against essentially five like they're five or six international level fucking provincial teams to play first I know yeah, I'm Jesus there and I'm Christ. Like, like, have you seen the players on their teams? Like, it's fucking unbelievable. Animals. Like, how? Like, I, 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 I don't know. It would be, it'd be a f- amazing. And I don't like. There's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, there. Everybody seems excited by about what's his name as the captain. Like, but Warburton. If he was, if he isn't the Welsh captain, how's he? Like, I don't rate him. I, I just, this is I don't the thing. Get everybody it. like I they're going. Oh, I see some man as captain. You're like, yeah, he'd be some. If he was, he'd be the fucking Welsh captain. He's not even, like, he's not the best fucking flanker. To, not, to, I, not I don't think he's anywhere not a near the best flanker. No, no, not a whole. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, there's better fucking flankers in Wales, never mind. Oh, there is, yeah, yeah. You know never I mean? mind Ireland. Sure, half the fucking Leinster yeah. team, sure. Like, oh, they about man. 25 fucking flankers at the moment at the start for Ireland. Like. <laughs> it's like, where are they producing these you know lads? You know what I mean? Like, like, it's it's bananas. I just, I don't get... I know, look, Gatland is obviously going to have a bit of bias towards the Welshies, yeah. and that's being yeah, talked yeah. to death and all that. But I mean, like, there's players like Dan Lydiot who... Yeah, are unbelievable. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, you're spot on there. Yeah, you're like that guy just does not get the credit he deserves purely because he's in that shadow almost. You know what I mean? Is there like, any you know, any omissions that you'd be surprised by, like that you would have swapped? Who who would you have swapped? You would. Lydia, I have w, to, yeah, yeah. I have to admit, I'm surprised. Payne's there. I'm very yeah. surprised. Jared I mean, Payne's you there. could say his utility and all the rest of it, but, but like, I mean. What do you do with utility at that stage? You brought exactly. fucking three players to every position. Yeah. Do you know, know what I mean? I, like so, like. Fucking Gary Ringrose, bring the fucking young fella. Look at exactly. the size of him. Yeah. 
what you need him to be, you'd, he can catch a fucking ball if it's yeah. in the backfield. No bother. Like, you know what I mean? There's going to be... Or throw him out in the wing. If you can play centre, especially yeah. outside centre, if you can play outside centre, which is the trickiest outside of playing, being the fucking the number 10. Yeah. If you can play there, you can play anywhere in the backs. So you would be yeah. grand. Uh, Joe Lonsbury's another one I think should have been on the plane. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Surprised. I'm actually, to be honest with you, I would have loved him and Donna Ryan both to have been there. Be a bit of fucking animalistic fucking fury then. Like, that's, I mean? like, that's, that's really, for me, what's missing. I mean, yeah. there's all smiles and patting each other on the back and there's lads... There's far too many nice haircuts is what I'm saying, Danny. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need... <laughs> do you know what I mean? You need kind of a pig. Oh, yeah. Like, you know no, what I mean? you do, yeah. Like, yeah. they brought Sean O'Brien. You know he's a furious fucker. He'd be straight into a fucking mm. scrap. Like, but there's... I'm, I'm not... But again, seeing... he's not going to start the test no, matches. No, no. No, no, he won't, no. You know? He won't. But... Like, realistically, it's probably going to be, what, Felita- no, Finapola, a Warburton 7, and Stander 6. Yeah. That's more yeah, than yeah. likely going to be the, start, the test back role. It's so predictable, you know what I mean? And then, what, Courtney Laws and... I told you. I told you, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. I told has you to what? Be... What? I told you what? I told you that. Sure up. Yeah, that, that's about. You know? And I don't. I mean, there's there's no venom in any of them. No. There's. I no. mean, there's uh, supreme athletes. Yeah, but, but they don't have that nasty. So, so do that. so do fucking like New Zealand. Are, mm. Have you seen so many youngsters like they're seventeen year olds and they walk around with just these giant fucking muscular tits you're but like sure, well, at, how is this happening like what are you Brody Retallick Brody Retallick yeah. looked like he was forged in fire like yeah 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 even with a name like Brody Retallick too like <laughs> sure who's like you shame as fucking Ryan coming around the place he's not baiting no fella called Brody Retallick you wouldn't go fighting him who are you no. fighting Brody Retallick fuck that I'm not fighting him <laughs> if he has a name like Brody Retallick other than being called <laughs> Moonfire Exhaust Pipe you are not you know what I mean you're not even going into the ring with him <laughs> you know you fellas like Sonny Bill Williams can just go I'm not wearing the fucking you know like yeah. lo- like Sonny like he sounds like a great country and western singer like, he does turns yeah. out he just happens to be uh, the a world's devout, greatest a devout athlete. Muslim heavyweight boxing fucking savage yeah. who gives away his world cup medals like, like there's there's just no rhyme or reason to these fuckers like no, you know no. there's I can't I mean who the fuck was amazing what team was amazing in the Six Nations this year like yeah, there wasn't. Nobody was amazing. Wasn't. So if you can't, you, you can't make a fucking six perks. I'm not saying that they're yeah. not going to make it a sweet, tasty team, like. Mm. But you can't make a silk person. I mean, then you got the, the trouble of the Lions trying to get them to actually fucking like each other, like. That's your story. Do though. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know for all the, the pandering and all the kind of like, oh, it's great to fucking team up and you get to, you know, share a room with somebody and you get to know them and Harsh. bollocks. I mean the previous tours. Nobody likes Mike Phillips and nobody likes Jamie fucking Roberts. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? you could. But even talking, no. even talking, I did a couple of these Heineken host and things. You know what I mean? And talking, yeah, yeah, talking with yeah, the yeah. ex internationals and stuff like, um, like John Kelly, some man for the stories, like mm. you know. And he was just going, some of the lads. I won't, I won't say, isn't it? but there's one uh, Ireland international. He was, we were on a show together, like all three of us, and he went, "Wait, you meet you, mad as fuck." <laughs> Mad as fuck. Like, he comes in, he goes, hey, how's it going? He introduced himself to me and turns to John. He goes, hey, how's it going? He goes, man, I met you last night at a dinner. We were sitting beside each other talking about today. He went, yeah, man. And then, he, but the story was, like, he was even a freak show to have to deal with. And he liked him. Like, Jesus. he walked around constantly naked. Constantly naked. Door open on the jack shit and naked going, it's crack when you walk in the room. Like, you don't want to see that, carry on. Like, when you got to live six weeks out in Carton House with this fucker, like. Well. But he said, even... So the thought of having to go shake hands with a guy and you, yeah. you just... You, like, it's drilled into you the day before a match to fucking hate Wales when you're playing Wales. And now all of a sudden you've got to go high-fiving him, like. Yeah. Like, it's a tough task at the best of times, the Lions, and now they're up against the two-time world champions. I can't... And it, if they were only playing them, but yeah. they got to play all the provincial teamers, teams first... 
who are going to be knocked. The, like, you know it's going to be an all-out fucking There's going to be bodies fucking falling. Yeah, any, be, any of the lads who didn't get called up, oh, haven't, they've not booked a summer holiday. They're sitting there with their fucking phone charged and a passport in their hand being like, I'm, I'm ready. Like. You saw where, where Wales are touring. Yeah. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean. Exactly, like Wales are touring. Wales, Wales, yeah. The lads could swim over to the fucking half the match, just like. Do you know what I mean? It's and even even Ireland and Japan, it's not that far exactly. either. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They all know what's fucking nah, going. Like you know, but it's I can't like I can't I can't see it. Yeah. I can't see. I would have liked to seen a bit more venom. Mm. I mean, I would have been interested to see how adverse Dylan Hartley would have gone. I'll be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, you, you, you hate the sight of him. He's a dirty looking pig. Fucking facing him. I want to be slapping it all day with a Harley. But why not? Why not throw him in? Because yeah. it's your quid's in at this stage. Why not throw him? Apparently he's an all right, like he's a good enough bloke behind the scenes and he'll fucking cut his own head off for his teammates. Yeah. I'm not saying make him captain. See, the, but, I was gonna, but, that, but that's the weird part. Like, so, like Dylan Hartley's playing in a position where you, you, you fucking want that sort of, yeah. you know, you he, he's willing. bastard like. Yeah, I'll snap a vertebrae if it means yeah, I've got to yeah. win this scrum. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> But he's gone with Jamie George, who he, he's a better ball player. He looks hooker. like a giant baby. He does. Like, <laughs> he does he, have you like, seen his face? Like, yeah, he does. He looks look, like a giant baby. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, the man wasn't born with a neck either. He was born to be. <laughs> he was born to be a hooker. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, like you're not getting frightened by that man. Like, no. do you know what I mean? He's not scaring anybody. Like, no. Whereas at least if you know with somebody, and I, as you said, I absolutely hate Dylan Hartley, but. He would happily, I, do you know happily what? have a spine get, crushed would, if it meant they'd get the points. Like. It would drag a heap of headlines off you too. Like It would draw the heat because he's been a scumbag all his life. Like yeah. You know what I mean? Why not throw him in there and see what happens? Like Because he's a, like I said, he's, he's, a, he's a bad motherfucker. Like, yeah, and he yeah. could be... I, I'm just not seeing in who would be in the... Like, Rory Best, he's lovely. He hasn't got a mean streak though He's got no mean streak in him like. And you need Sexton For all the love I have for Johnny Sexton He will get ploughed Oh he'll be lucky to he, make it to the tests he, He'll be lucky He'll be put on his arse And in the turf mm. Every opportunity yeah. to get And you have to ask yourself too You're going Well if it isn't Sean O'Brien looking after him yeah. Who's going to step out To mind him like Yeah Yeah you'll be told And you'll definitely think about doing it But if it isn't Dan Bigger back there, like, are they going to? Yeah. How much? How much in your heart will you go? Oh, I better look after Sexton. Yeah, because in that no. speed of the, you know, their open side flankers coming in to start smashing him, like, because that's who yeah. ends up normally cleaning him out, like. And if he takes it to the line against some of those big bastards, oh, like this, stop, like, like they're into just boning you, like it's yeah. not even funny the the kind of pain they're looking to cause. Like I know Jerome Coyne's injured, they're saying he he'll probably miss the first test. Yeah, but I mean, if you have a guy like him running at you. Yeah, and you him. don't crap your bags. Yeah, yeah. That in itself is a feat. But if he runs at you and hits you and you survive, that's a whole other thing again. Like, yeah, you're you know not. I mean? You're not. Like I don't know. I mean, like sure, it's it's. I mean, it's the dog on the street knows that Sexton's fucking rattled these yeah. days. Like yeah. he just can't put on the bulk. Like he doesn't have the bulk for no. it. He has the mentality, the skill set, everything. But he doesn't <clears> have that big barrel chested beard. Like no. look at Bowden Barrett. Like the age of him already, oh, and he's already a. a just a fucking freak show. Like, like for years the conversation is how are they going to replace Dan Carter and upstairs yeah. this fucker and you're like Who's doing Dan who? Have you seen his brother even pulling off yeah. the freakiest shit? The three of them they're like what was the out- and their outlet played for the like and they're all just they're all hillbillies as well they're all coaches yeah. just throwing cows around the place like <laughs> That was the thing. That was Farms one thing. Everywhere, like, that was one thing I was actually looking at one day. I was like, Jesus Christ, this might be the most agricultural sport out. Like, there's there is almost no because I was watching Ireland were playing one day and were, uh, there was like 
there was something like nine of the starting team were all farmers. They're all yeah. cultures. It's like, well, mm. yeah, you can. See, I suppose you can see why they're all men, children walking around. You know. Sure, I mean, Tyke Furlong used to herd cattle by literally grabbing them around yeah. the neck, like Johnny. He's a beast. Like. Mike's, Mike Ross looked like that when he was twelve. Love Mike Ross, <laughs> man, raging his retirement. I, I know, know he's, yeah. but he's just one of them players you can't help but love. He's like. lovable. He's absolutely lovable. Yeah, like, you, know? you know what I mean? But he, he could have been nothing else. Yeah, bar, yeah. you know, bar in the front row. Like, but he's, he's, um, yeah, I'm sure he was never. I mean, you find him a, a fellow like Tyke Furlong, like oh, he's just Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're catching fully grown men with your one hand. Yeah, like. <laughs> You know? Not not many people just run over an all black. But I, too, and that's know? the thing. I mean, will he start? He has to. He has to. Like. He ha- just even for that for that t- ten second clip alone, yeah. that yeah. viral clip alone, you'd have to go. This fucker doesn't give a shit about anybody. Like, like <laughs> you, in, just, my, in my head, the, just the, ragdolling three or four big <laughs> big fucking forwards. Yeah, like. yeah, no, not even backs, like. big forwards. Like, but in my head, the the, the two front rows, or the, sorry, the the two props have to be. McGrath and Furlong. Yeah, I just I get like the hooker. I think it's not gonna. I don't think Best is going to start in hooker. I just don't. No, um, no, no, unless there's an injury. Yeah, and then as you said, in Atoji, um, Laws, Warburton, Vinopolo, um, CJ, then probably Connor Murray. I Sexton. I don't think will make the test as you said. So it's probably going to be Farrell. Yeah, he's and a long then, like he's got a like he, <clears throat> there's a long couple of matches there. Like when yeah. and their game won't be out to play. Because no. it means nothing. It's not a test. It's nothing. Yeah, exactly. They're just going to be out to fucking kill you. <laughs> Every then, one of them is going to be out to fucking kill you. Th- the backs are already kind of picked, I'd say. It's already going to be, what, Liam Williams, George North on each wing. Yeah. Ben Teo is more like, he's going to look for the beef in Teo. So Teo's probably going to start, which is bananas. Like. He's some lucky motherfucker. It's like... It's, like they talk about a fairy what? tale story like just uh, you know I mean? I'm away to England yeah. oh grand job we'll give you a quick start uh, oh and the Lions look at this <laughs> look what just happened Literally, it was mental like... and I mean he was and even when where where did he come from when he came to Leinster that time uh, he came from League or I yeah, imagine well, yeah now Australian um, the not Roosters was it uh, I can't remember yeah it was Rugby League. League 100% yeah like Leinster brought him on one of those developmental project yeah, fucking yeah. contracts like from League he took to it like a duck from... You had everybody making a fuss about over Sam Burgess. Yeah. Who yeah, turned yeah. out to be a shit show. Oh, yeah. Pile of Meanwhile, dumb, yeah. Teo's in Leinster, quietly going about his business, not getting international call-ups, just playing week after week, breaks his arm, comes back four weeks later with a cast and starts milling people with a cast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Coming up to contract renewal and he's like, I've had an offer from England and apparently there's an international jersey waiting for me, so thanks, Cloak. but uh, I'm over. <laughs> Goes over in a couple of months, gets his first English cap, and then, sure, as you said, I'm on the fucking lines. Yeah, you know, like that was it. Done. Jesus Christ. Like, insane story. Insane, like. Yeah, he's but, one of them fellas, like, you know what I mean? Put his hand into a bucket of shit and come out with a Rolex on it. You know, them, like, <laughs> way you bastard. You, know? you want to see a fella go through the meat grinder a small uh, bit. Like, but he is a big unit, too, like. Yeah, you know and that, I mean? that's why I think he probably will start, like. It's, um, I feel, I feel, uh, I feel bad for, for, but then again, I'd say Ringrose has the old boots cleaned as well. Oh, 100% he does. He has to. Because like that, any, any sort of injury to get shipped yeah. at all, and he has to be up there. In, like, in my head, he should have went. He should have got the call. Yeah, he should have. Because like. like that, he's he's not by any means the, the finished product, but he's young enough and ignorant enough not to give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. And to just... It. Run a straight line where you're thinking, don't run a straight line, but, but he just goes through it. Like, go about him, where you're like, hey, we're fucking winning shit all the time. Yeah. This is fucking class. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> exactly, he has no, man, yeah. he's no real pain in his bollocks. Things have been going right for him. You know that kind of way. Yeah. So he could, as you said, he could absolutely run riot. Like, and they wouldn't know really what to be doing with him either. Like, yeah. like yeah. Ben Teo, 
like they'll be out to bone him like because oh, yeah, of yeah. he's from that neck of the woods too like you know what and I mean? literally you know anytime he gets the ball he's literally just looking to gain a few meters and yeah. then rook and go again like and that's it you know what i mean yeah 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 but uh right so you're saying anyway like it'll be probably one match if they're lucky and if they're lucky yeah they're gonna get i would go to easily i'm not guiding it this could be a complete and utter fucking washout like yeah because the six nations told me nothing like mm. in all fairness, I and it's just Warren Gatland again. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it'd be one thing like you go, oh Jesus, yeah, if it was Eddie Jones or even Joe, like, but Eddie Jones would nearly be mad enough to go, oh, fuck it, <laughs> let's all set fire to our fucking hair and let's fucking start the match. Come on, we'll play you out in the car park, you fuckers. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is what is I think needed in this because yeah. if you're just gonna play these guys toe to toe, just like McGregor, he can't fight. Mayweather in the same you yeah, know the yeah. same vein like yeah. they're, they're going to have to pull some mad shit out of the bag do you know what I mean all of a sudden you pull a dog out of your pocket and strap the ball to the back and just see what happens <laughs> do you know just let's do fucking something wild lads and or just like that run out grab the grab the cup and fucking run back onto the bus <laughs> <laughs> the, the listeners will, will have known uh, the last 10-15 minutes I'm not going to be watching the Lions <laughs> yeah no he, 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 he could not give a fuck he can't take to the egg chasing at all god bless him no he can take to the egg chasing I just the Lions just seems like a yeah. waste of time to me. Yeah, but you don't take that. You, you have no allegiance to, to a province. You have no... You, no, I you, you want the Six Nations. The thing That's is, it. too, like, it was a big... When the video came out, like, you know, back in the day when it was the 97 Lions, like, that's yeah, when people, yeah. like, lads of myself and Danny Zilk really turned our heads, like, and it was... On, but it was the first time you really got to see a documentary about yeah, the Lions and people was, really yeah. clicked into what it was, it was mm. like oh my good god mm. do you know what I mean they're talking about like dying for the jersey kind of yeah. stuff like because this was the pinnacle of their careers I think that yeah. was really what kind of bit me about the Lions like yeah. it was you, that it, it was and it was that whole thing it was the first one after the the, it, the game turned pro as yeah, well and yeah, it just yeah. had this sort of grab you by the balls kind of feeling you oh, know dude, what I mean yeah, yeah, that was, it was a I lot was in then you know? for a lot of lads like the likes of fucking Nick Popper Wills and stuff it was yeah. it was the last roll of the dice for them like in the you know yeah. in the you know so it was still boot bike and bollock, bollock back then like so oh, yeah. I think that's kind of where it came from none of us give a bollocks about the British power talk <laughs> like let's be honest like they could all be from fucking Ireland like you know mm. I suppose with a few lads thrown in but the that was that's what kind of it shouldn't really make sense do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you stuck any fucking team together, you go, Eric, go the fuck off. Like, it's, yeah, exactly, like, you know, yeah. it's like Team GB. Get bent. It was always just the British Lions, though, wasn't it? It was back prior. Uh, and yeah. Then it became mm. British and Irish Lions because yeah. obviously they have to say that. Like, you know what I mean? But the fact that it's called the Lions mm. yeah. tells you everything you need to know yeah, about exactly. it. Like, so there is a, like, there's a, there's a small pain in my scrotum when I say I like them. But I do like them, yeah. and I have an interest in it. Like, <laughs> it's a small do you know what I mean? That deep down stuff where you have to go, yeah, go on. Like looking at your this boss, is killing me. When he's giving you shit, like you go, yeah. man, I could actually fucking tear your throat out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. You're giving me shit, like, and I could end, it, I could end this right now for you. Like, you know. Love it, Deadly. Tom. It's been fucking great seeing you again. You too. Man. You know what I mean? I've enjoyed this. Just <laughs> <laughs> have you had um, coming up? I was say, uh, gigs wise, what have you got? The new shows on the road. Uh, Done. Be, I'm doing it later on again in, in Dublin. Buckshot is the name of the show. <coughs> um, but like this Saturday night, I'm I'm down at Tipperary. Sold quite well. I'm in the Roshan Dove in Galway in July. Um, she'll be where the fuck? I'm in the Lantern Theatre down in Wexford on the 25th of this month. The second I'm out, going to second of June, I'll be out in Ratoft in the venue, which is love the place. Like it's it, 
it's an amazing place, small village, yeah. but yet they all come out and they know their role, regardless of if it's a play or a comedy. Beautiful. They know their role as an audience. Beautiful theatre runs so well. <clears throat> and there's a couple of more kind of coming up on the line, but like that, the website should be finished in the next couple of weeks so people can jump in. Any TV stuff? TV stuff, yeah. I'm doing, uh, I'm to go out next week over to Mio. I'm uh, jumping on with the Hardy Bucks. Ah, oh, so, deadly. Yeah, oh. so it'll be interesting to see how that happens. They have a new series coming out, have they? They have a new series coming out. It's tight, like, it's it's still even touch and go, like, because the character they've written for me, they're going, I don't know if it will, because they've cut them down to, like, four episodes or something. Mm. It was a bit rough. So I'm just going, look, if if you if you want me, lads, call me next week, is looking all right. Like, mm. yeah. But no, there's uh, one or two other things in the pipeline in the way of actually. Um, non-drama roles like we uh, talk showy kind of stuff like, oh, so we'll see, I, here listen lads I don't know what the fuck sure at all <laughs> like quite literally until I think see the thing on telly yeah. I won't yeah. get in any way excited like because yeah, yeah. I've had it to the go oh no that was a great time absolutely check clear and everything and then like three months later when they do it they oh no no yeah. no we decided to shelve that <laughs> so I tell them not to really get excited or t- unless it's my my show yeah yeah if I haven't if I haven't written the fucking I'm not going, you can't get overly excited by yeah, it. Yeah. I could be cut out of it at any point. Like, right. you know, so. That's what I tried to do to him with this podcast. Yeah. 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 That's what he did about the Lions. <laughs> I, just, I just edit an awful lot of what he says out. You know I don't know what I mean? you got the, Danny got the Leinster mic and you got the Monster mic. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I've no province allegiance at all. Oh, okay. Um, nah, he's yeah. he's uh, not in the Six Nations. He's, he doesn't buy into provinces at all. But you know, that's a good. I am, I'm glad you don't because. The, there's nothing worse than the fucking plastic supporters. The oh, last time, I swear to God, and I will not. That I've been to, I, I've been to obviously like, tons and tons of live matches. But the last Munster Leinster match I went to, um, was in the Aviva. Ah, uh, don't. That's, that's it for me. Yeah. Never again. They have a fucking band playing. The uh, it uh, is uh, fucking uh, uh, the fireworks going off. You're like, this isn't fucking rugby. Ch- cheerleaders. This and you've got this fucking two gee yeah. bags beside me going. Uh, like mouldy at seven o'clock in the evening going for lads and they're, they're talking to each other and it's just everybody's chatting around you going yeah, yeah. this I could have just gone to the pub and mm. saved the price of the ticket I or stayed at home I I fucking went mental over the season tickets at this shit because I was like lads matches in Aviva will you cut the shit out and just let the rugby do the talking these yeah. bollocks are having fucking cheerleaders oh, fireworks why have we got we, we've got a band trying to start chants and they're hooked up to the PA system. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, you're, you're ruining yeah, it. Yeah, I've done that as well. It's disgusting. Just let it go. Like, I mean, there's a fucking pack of culchies over there and a pack of just weirdo D4 heads here. Just let nature take its yeah, course. Yeah. One of them will die. It'll be grand. The great, just, like, you know. the, like it, it, it was prove itself like the, in that, the, do you remember the 2006 semi-final? Yeah. Like, granted, Munster were on the upswing and rugby yeah. had taken off big time in Munster. In the old Lansdowne. In the old Lansdowne. Yeah. But there was, there was nothing. There was no fucking band. There was no fire. Just a match. Just a, a warm yeah. day and a match. That yeah. was all that was needed. That's the same. Even, even the... you go to watch stuff. Yeah, even the well, same thing like, But you see, gee bags being gee bags do love to say, especially because you get a lot of the lads who are suits during the week. And they love to be able to say that we're at the Leinster match. Yeah. Oh my good Christ! And you could like even talking like I met. I remember talking with Sean O'Brien about this. Like, and he goes, "That that breaks my stones. Yeah. Those motherfuckers." He goes, "I prefer to play to like two men and their dogs yeah. than playing to them fuckers." He goes, "Obviously, I love playing, but it's just because you know they couldn't give a rattling fuck about yeah. it. Like, mm. really, just want to say you know, they were there. Oh yeah, yeah they just want to say he, they were there and drink points. Him, you know? him himself, who was you know he couldn't be further from that ilk. Like, I mean, he he lifts tractors on his shoulder and carries yeah. them around the farm. Like, you know, what I mean, he's no interest in that bollocks at all. Like, so 
that yeah tells you everything you need to know yeah. but yeah I like that's that's uh, mm. so you're as well to rather than mm. yeah you know what I mean rather than actually pretending you're fucking yeah, I'm yeah, so into this it's amazing I just watch the Six Nations um, if they're not already following you on the social media Tom where you can get find you? me uh, Tom underscore Amani on the Twitter the Twitter mm. there you are yeah. and, uh, <laughs> Instagram yeah stick up a lot of I've been cooking yeah. a lot of meat fairly seriously. I noticed that, man. Yeah. You made like a homemade smoker thing that looked yeah. fucking fierce, manly. Uh, no, well, that yoke was one we made last year, that big ah. badass thing made out of the, the grill and bits of fucking uh, rock crusher uh, parts. And, yeah, and, a bar- yeah. and half an oil drum we or something like that. We fucked a pig up on that last year just to see what had happened. <laughs> just to see the fuck happened. out of it, but we ate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got... I've nice got, bit of crackling. It was, yeah, but it was... Yeah, no, it was... It was it was a mad idea. It'd be good for just grilling the bollocks out of something that was able to be grilled like fucking big thick rashers or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was it was just a mad... Like, it was down at the uncle's place. Like, But we just had a party this weekend on his place for his 60th and every year they throw this party and this was this year's reason for it. It's called the Wild Party and everything. Like, the marquees, the whole fucking lot, proper parking around the, the farmhouse and everything and everything on the menu has been shot. Jesus. Yeah, everything from quail to pigeon to... Fucking deer, fucking woodcock, you name it, it's everything. A, it's a different fucking existence, like, do you know what I mean? But it's, it's good because a lot of our cousins and stuff are coming from Sounds Dublin like and stuff. Sounds like our fucking Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah. And our fucking Joe's only fucking around. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking patch bows on and arrows go, hey, you're yeah. shooting nothing with a bow. You're shooting, I can tell you here now, I know how smart deer are, and you are not. You're fucking, you may as well go up and throw your fucking Mickey at the deer because... You're not killing... Go on, bows and fucking arrows. There's a reason why we don't use them here, because we fucking guns, you mad bastard. Like That's the one thing. They have a set of fucking uh, fucking handlebars on their head yeah. to kill you, so you don't go... Like, you're never... You're not... I don't give a shit. You're not... You're not unless you want a success... Unless you have all the time in the world, like a week to be able to do it, you'll get one. But if you don't, you're act fucking... Yeah. Uh, bows and arrows shit, don't be listening to that stuff at all. That's And uh, bookshot the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. and Though All the usual fucking buys where you'll find it. Stitcher it. and all them ones. So yeah, Beautiful. you can find it. Yeah, just just look for... There's, uh, yeah, amazingly, I was, there was nobody else with the word... Because I was trying to come up with a phrase and was like, yeah. oh, I don't have it. And just the word bookshot is fun to say at the best of times anyway. <laughs> like, and like I say, it's about books. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's like buckshot is the... If you, have you ever seen the inside of a cartridge, a shotgun shot? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. all little pellets. Well, when that blows the fuck out of something, say you shoot through a wall and all that those pellets and stuff that are blast, that that result is called buckshot. Uh-huh. All right. So and how it came about was that uncle who I was telling you about his brother, mental fuck. He had these black dots on his fucking neck. I was chatting with him one day. Some fucking gang tattoos or something. He went, "Oh, betrayals." He was from Wicklow. Like betrayals? No. We got into a gunfight back in the seventies. Was like, okay, back the fucking truck up. <laughs> and it was just this story about how these fucking lads and himself just wild. Like you think I'm country. These motherfuckers like take country to a new level. Just oh, had a gunfight, just with these lads Jesus. from Dublin that they were disputing with, just shooting across a car park. And a fucking lord of these yoke, left one fucking buckshot in me neck. And I was like, if nothing else, that word is just great. But the fact <laughs> yeah. that you contributed to fucking these yoke, and he just ne- he did never got blood poisoning. Like that's how animalistic these blokes are. They don't just don't get blood poison from lead actually being in your neck. Just, Jesus. It's just was, still there. Just it's still there. So why would I get it removed? It's grand. <laughs> yeah. Right enough. Why would... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Fucking love it. Um, <laughs> this has gone on probably way longer than you expected uh, to go on to. This is what happens though. This is what happens. <laughs> um, yeah. The, uh, so this has been 99. And um, we've actually just recorded 100. We're 
a kind of our times <laughs> our times are out of sync don't give away we the fourth goal here altogether ah, no, he always does I love it I peel back the curtain every week I just love giving them a clip because they don't want to know deep down they think they want to know but they don't want to I just like to fuck with them Tom I just like to fuck with them you know what I mean it's like they want to imagine you have a big Flute. <laughs> you, know I mean? you drop the trow and all of a sudden it's like ah yeah, yeah they know the truth but it's like ruined. Yeah, it's true yeah I mean look I, having a button mushroom for Mickey isn't <laughs> <laughs> would you have a fast stars and you're some kisser <laughs> <laughs> and that's going but we'll see tinder. everyone at that's going to be tinder probably um, <laughs> <laughs> fast stars and some kisser you. But uh, yeah, we will. We'll see us all at 100 that we haven't recorded yet, but we have <laughs> recorded already. Don't worry. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Um, and you can get all previous chapters on iTunes, on Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast Republic, all them fellas, anywhere and everywhere, WTS Pod, Facebook.com forward slash WTS Pod Ireland, uh, Twitter at WTS Pod, WTS Pod.com, at American Mania for him, at Dan Joe Murray for me, Tom underscore O'Mahony for him. And uh, Fitzpatrickcastle.com for these lads. And that's us, Merno, until 100. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Good luck. Too sweet. <laughs>